All right. Uh, man, we have got to get some kind of intro system. I don't know what we're going to do. All right. Um, welcome to episode number three of the Southern Arrow podcast. Um, once again, it is the three of us knuckleheads. We are back in here again. Uh, I am the uh, host number one. I am Cliff. Host number two, Lee. Number three, Wayne. All right. Um, so we're here um, at Lee's place again. Like I said, we just uh, we just finished talking about my Illinois hunt. Uh, if you didn't hear that one, go back to episode number two, and you can hear me ramble on for an hour of, and longer about my, my Illinois. I, I could have given you the condensed version. I went to Illinois. I shot a deer. It was in a gully. We drug it out. It sucked. Um, <laughs> and I had a great hunt. That was That's the condensed version. But if you want to hear the bigger version about how I blew an opportunity at a Megalodon, uh, you can go back and listen to that one. In the meantime, um, we're going to record episode number three so that uh, Lee can take a, a week off because Lee is going... Yeah, I'm on maternity leave. Lee- <laughs> ah, that's a good one. You're on maternity leave. I think you've been on maternity leave since you got pregnant. <laughs> Pretty much. Thinking of reasons not to. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I got a baby coming in a couple of days. Just a couple of days. Yeah, Tuesday. Baby, so. Should, unless we, do we goes, know what we're having? Yep, boy. Having a boy? And what, 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 we have a boy's name yet? Liam. Liam? Yep. He, uh, we, uh, she's going Tuesday to get into, well, Monday night. Monday like, night. Yeah, we got to yeah. go to. So if she doesn't go into labor before Monday yeah. night, she's going yeah. to go into labor gonna Monday go, night regardless. We're going to go to the hospital Monday at midnight, and then uh, she'll have the baby Tuesday. Is that so, right? That's fantastic, man. She's I ready. I saw her when she walked yeah, in here earlier. Miserable. You can tell she's ready. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's ready. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, well, I think I am. You I think mean, you are? ready or not? No. I mean, everything shit, that you think you know about life will change. It's going to change on Monday, no on doubt. Tuesday morning for sure. I can assure you, yeah. Wayne. You've got babies. You understand no, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, everything we you excited think you know though. Is, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's going to be fun. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, uh, so I'm so stoked for you. Well, I, I really appreciate am. that. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, we're here for you. If anything happens or you need anything, man, we're, you know, I'm 30 minutes from wherever you're going to be. Yeah, well, thank Even you. Even if I'm further, yeah, uh, yeah, we're yeah. 30 minutes Y'all away. Y'all probably going to be in a tree somewhere. So. <laughs> well, you know what? But I can get out of a tree. Uh, <laughs> I got in I'll one, I can get out I'll of a tree. Well, I tell, works, you, so. I tell you what, the whole th- this podcast is about Wayne's uh, Kodiak hunt, and uh, I was actually supposed to be on that hunt. But, yeah, but yeah. Well, when what we, you get for knocking your wife? <laughs> no. Well, when she was like, oh, you know, she wanted to try to have a baby. I said, well, the only thing I am not up for is a September baby because I do not want to miss Colorado. It, you know, you got to make a sacrifice. Yeah, I said, it's September be... is my big. That's my month. Yeah. Like hundred percent. I mean, the other the other months I can. So you, you know, should have had your baby during turkey season. It'd be perfect I know, for you. I know. It just it, well, it didn't work out. Bad but, plan. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But anyway, so when when we booked this Kodiak hunt. I guess back what a year and a half ago yeah. probably, and um, then she she comes up and she's like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm pregnant. Guess I was what? I was drinking beer, Mountain Ducks, and she comes up to me in my shop. She's like, oh my god, I'm pregnant. I'm just looking at her like, uh, doing the math. Damn, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking like, <laughs> I was like, well, when are you? Do? <laughs> she's like, well, my period app thing or whatever you you know whatever they yeah use. whatever app. She's you. like, uh, I think I'm due like uh, right around the first of December. I'm like. Son of a bitch! I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, look, look, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm super excited. But at the time, I was like, yeah, man, would have been better if it was in the like, middle of December, I was like, well, right? What we got going on then? I was like, oh damn, my Kodiak hunt in Alaska is like, oh, November. 13th yeah. through the 20th 21st wow. or whatever it is and I'm like oh man I don't think that's gonna work cause I'm like you know if you it's not like I'm in 
Kansas somewhere where I can that's just right. like in the Midwest, I could drive home yeah. in eight, and, ten And you're in a place hours. where yeah. cell service and stuff like that's not existing. You know, you talking you, you know. talking two or three days, I mean, Wayne's going right. to get into yeah, the, the it logistics all on the part of the weather because they were stuck. You. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, you so, got stuck, didn't you, yeah. on the boat and couldn't they get did. off for a while. You know, so at the time, I'm, I'm telling my wife all this. I'm like, she's like, oh, are you upset? I'm like, no, I'm really not, you know, because I do so much on the hunts. Like, it's not a huge deal. I could just roll it over to the next year or whatever. And she she was all upset. She's like, oh, I feel so bad. I said, hey, look, it's good. But she was like dead set on me trying to do this hunt. I said, look, Ash, and I can't. I can't just come back home from Alaska. You know, if yeah. the shit if goes thing, south. If something real, happens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, long story short, short, I end up, you know. Well, you did what was right yeah, for your family. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, you got to make, and sometimes so, you got to make those tough decisions. Yeah, I pushed the hunt back and, and didn't get to go on the hunt. And that's where, you know, Wayne will take over. He just yeah. got back from it. So Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, started off, man. How did this all, I mean, we. I want to go, we're going to go from, you know, go all the way back to, from pre-planning, I guess, you know. I mean. I mean, it was, um. Kind of back burner deal, you know, in my mind with September mule deer hunt. Like a bucket list thing. Runner. Yeah, because you was just you know, on the mule. We yeah. was mule deer yeah. hunting together, you know, in yeah. September. And That's right. And so, I mean, after that, you know, then I start getting geared toward this and getting everything set up and buying stuff and spending more money. So you booked this how far in advance? Oh, it was probably at least a, a year year or so huh Wayne yeah I think. probably a year and a half I'm, I'm still lost on like my times and my dates and all that but it, it, it's around. been a while yeah you know? I mean it was a while but it's one but. of those things you don't really well you had the mule deer hunt with, yeah. with you and I so like that's kind of on your brain yeah. and then all you know you you gearing up for mule deer and the next thing you know it's like okay that that hunt's done with and it's like oh shit man. on to the like next it, one in like, right? in like three months two and a half months it's like it's time to go to Alaska so it's like you only feel like you only got a couple months to prepare yeah. for it exactly Exactly. I mean, work, trying to get all that straightened out, you know, getting ready yep. to go. Yeah. So tell them what and, you do, because when you say work, I mean, you know, um, Wayne, Wayne's like a busy, busy guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy manager than me. <laughs> yeah. for a general contractor. We build a bunch of um, family dollar stores all over the country, but it's it gets wild some days. Yeah, it does. Um, quite it hectic, does. but. It was nice to get away for a few days in Alaska I bet it was. without and, and any so service. It, it was, you know, um, I'll say this, like, we decided we wanted to do this. So if you if you haven't heard the backstory, you go all the way back to episode one. I think we talked about, me and Lee talked about it. So I hosted, I hosted used to host a radio show, 30-minute show on a local radio channel, sort of how we all met because mm-hmm. I got them to come on and talk about their Western adventure in Colorado, the mule deer and the elk. Um and we just sort of naturally hit it off, and then we decided one afternoon to get together and drink some beers, and we decided, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to start a podcast. That's that's what we want to do, and so it sort of snowballed from there. And honestly, from inception to actually doing the first episode has been probably two months. Yeah, quick. I mean, it you know, was. and it was and it was you know because the scheduling is so is sometimes so difficult. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, we we need to try to get together, and Wayne's like, oh man, I can't, I can't do. It. <laughs> well, the thing yeah, about Wayne is twelve like, o'clock yeah. during yeah. the day was yeah, yeah. and it's, it's tough. I mean, and, and it, well, even then, you know, we were trying to get together. We wanted to try to draw. We wanted to get a net. We wanted to get a couple of podcasts done prior to you going, but you just just the scheduling is so hard. And then, so finally, Lee and I just said, you know, we we got to bite the bullet. We got to get one out because if not, we might as well just wait till the first of the year. You know, because it was dude, scheduling is just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. baby's coming. Yep. You know. So we did the first one while while Wayne was gone. I got to download it and listen 
listen to yep, it on the way back. Which I think was good. You know, I mean, I listened to it. I listened to it twice because I wanted to sort of hear what we talked about and, you know, thinking back. It's on one like, of those things, too, is like, you know, you, know? you got to start somewhere. I yeah. mean, yeah. none of us really know what the hell it's, we doing. It don't. No, I mean, you know? I don't we know. Just, if, let, for all I know, this is going to sound horrible when I put it yeah. on the, you know, when I get And that's it fine. There, I mean, you know? it all started like, like kind of with the radio thing. We started talking, you know, about how we didn't have the time and, and about, you know, because it was a little 30 minute it's deal. Hard. And I was like, well, shit, man, I mean, half the time we drink and beer cooking at my uh, at my shop anyway, talk, telling hunting stories. Right. Why not just we'll just record them? Just and record it if that's not limited on time. I will tell you this guys for, for for three busy guys professionals we're all professionals we all have businesses that we that we run you basically run your business i mean you're a project manager you're running business um for your owner um i run my own business i own my own business leon it's hard to get mm-hmm. together yeah. i mean we're gonna do well we we've committed i will say this that I, I believe that the three of us are committed to once a week you know yeah i can't tell you if it's going to be a tuesday or a monday or a wednesday but you know we're committed to They're getting together high falls and having these conversations and then you know so we'll record you know uh, in this case actually we're going to record this week's for next week yeah. which is what i sort of want to get us to we're recording this week for next week you know so we get time to i can edit i ain't, I ain't rushed to edit and stuff like yeah. that but anyway long story short just um and that's just you know just saying all this that just to get around to if you want to get into this, guys, you better understand the time requirement because it, it is one. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a commitment to, to getting together um, and doing this. So that, that's, my, that's, that's my little note to everybody. Um, now, in the meantime, back to this. Uh, so this is sort of goes circling back around. We desperately wanted Wayne on the show involved but Wayne's schedule was so whacked up because of this trip that he had a hard time getting you know here so finally we've drug him down here and I, I felt like I was pulling his eye teeth today because I was like dude we have got to set a time oh no that's good <laughs> what would you say you said y'all poured how many eight how many yards of concrete uh, 400 yards this morning in two different locations yeah. so yeah it was probably pretty busy today wasn't no, it oh yeah. yeah well yeah it's not yeah, like man. you can just say hey man uh, we're gonna shut this concrete down yeah hey, gotta, man, y'all, like, I, I could, got a podcast yeah, today. Like, y'all had I, to figure this out I could well schedule. that was like the, the 12 o'clock radio you know it's like I can get away sometimes, but sometimes I'm just totally missing phone calls. You know, yep. the phone don't stop ringing. That's right. It's yeah. nonstop. It just means that I work harder when I get off, you know, same yeah. thing. I go get in a deer stand, you know, and my phone's like, bzz, bzz, bzz. Now, if it's a text message, I'll answer you in the stand. But if you're calling me, a lot of times you'll get, hey, I uh, can't talk on the phone, but I can text. Yeah, yeah, because you understand. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. That's I'm in a meeting, that, but I can text. I'm starting to, like, kind of feel the effects of that, like, heat, like, if I try to hunt local, like say like behind my house, it's hard for me to do it now because yeah. like I know if I'm home, I feel like I if I'm if I'm at my house because I travel so much throughout the year hunting wise right. that when I'm home, like it's either okay I can I'll, I'll go sit in the deer stand behind my house or I should be mounting a duck instead. You know, yeah. so you feel like you're not I, you should be yeah, working. Like I feel like I'm sitting in a stand and I'm I'm like a couple hundred yards behind my house. I'm like shit, man. In this three four hour sit, I could have got a duck mounted. You know, so yeah. it's hard for me to I feel hunt. guilty sometimes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. that's yeah. why I feel like I I, I concentrate and, and do better hunting like when I'm out of state yeah. or like I, you know away well, from my shop. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's I get just that. me. I get that, know? but at the same time, I'll say this, man: the work will still be there. And, yeah, and it's, it's just it's, know, it's a balance. You, you have you have to, to get out of you have to get away. Well, from that's it like before too. leaving and going on this trip. I 
pretty much slacked off on working out for like two weeks just trying to catch up on work things yeah. all the things family, you feel obligated family, to do yeah, you that's know, right. yeah, you that's know right. knowing I'm going to be gone for 12, 13 days from that's them right. so I was just like I just something had to slide to the back yeah something's got to give yeah, yeah. something's got to that's right that's right and so anyway alright so yeah, we get, side, we get sidetracked yeah. quite a we're, bit. We're super, we're, we're super stoked that, that, that we finally got the, the, the group together for, uh, for for episode number three. So without further ado, drum roll, all that good intro music that one day we'll figure out. We're going to get into it. And uh, Wayne, man, the, the floor is yours, dude. Tell us a story. Well, um, like I was saying, we booked it, and Lee ended up having to back out and anyway, we ended up getting plane Did you give him any ball. grief for backing out? No, I understood. I wouldn't have left. I wouldn't. If I would have been him, though, I would have. I would have probably. Yeah, because I give them shit all the time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would have certainly. I would (laughs) have understood and absolutely would have done the same thing. But it does not mean you would have got off without a scab. You'd have have toned a scar because I can give you some shit. Yep. Oh, his thing was he just played it off like he planned this baby to to cancel the trip, you know, because he didn't really want to go this year. Because he thought you, you know, you give him another year. They need another year, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so me, I mean, so I want to like start this off with like you know the whole trip there, you know, because there were some obstacles just getting there. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, if we took off um, out of New Orleans, our flight was at six a.m. and of course American Airlines, you deal with them, you're in for it. Uh, right off the bat, fifty minute delay on the flight leaving, which Which throws everything. Yeah, did you have any layovers that were like to give you cushion? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, with that 50-minute layover, we had 30 minutes in Dallas, you know, to get from one plane to the next. Yeah. You know, and not knowing well, if you've never been to Dallas-Fort Worth, that's a big yeah, airport, that's a big dude. airport. Yeah. 30 First, minutes is not a lot of time. Yeah. What yeah. about, like, with the, with the gun deal? Because y'all well, was going to try yeah. to fly. Was that in Alaska or was that in New Orleans? No, that was in New Orleans. They was, they was going to bring we pistols. We were taking pistols. So, yeah, I know. For the bears. the bears. So, yeah, go back. Go and tell them about and, that. Well, so we get there. We find out our flight's late. We get in line, still trying to check in. You know, we're not rushed. We've got plenty of time. And we go to check in with the pistols, and American Airlines says, well, you've got to reclaim your pistol in Dallas and reclaim it with Alaska because you're switching airlines there. And it's like, well, my other bags, I don't have to reclaim them. Yeah, what's the difference? I, I mean, Yeah, you're not checking it. TSA's checking the gun. Why, it's know, not like it's in your possession at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so isn't, it's, isn't it it's, locked with locks and everything? Yeah, locked I mean, in a nobody's, case? And, what we done was me and Brad were hunting together, and we put both pistols in one case. Sure check it in and they're like yeah you got to reclaim this in dallas we can only send it to dallas and you'll have to go claim it check it back in and, and you don't have go time now your 30 minute layover is not long enough you'll miss your phone oh, absolutely yeah. i mean honestly if we you had need an a hour, two hour and a half, i would be pushed to yeah you, you know, need make a two hour layover at least so me and brad instantly made a decision he calls his wife she comes back and gets her pistols you know, yeah, because I mean, you, you don't want to leave do? them there. No, I mean, you I'm not going to miss my flight. You, worried you about a pistol. You cannot leave them in freaking New Orleans. I mean. No. So she comes back, gets them. We get checked in. You know, we're aggravated already. God. We take off, make the flight. Make our gate in Dallas. No problem. We're on the next flight. Uh, flew to Seattle. Didn't have time to even eat there. You know, we run in a little news place. Really? Got a little cold sandwich. Grabbed it and jumped on the plane and flew to Anchorage. Uh, made it to Anchorage. Uh, meanwhile, Nathan is coming out of Houston. He has a two-hour delay on his flight. They finally take off, and the landing gear stuck down. It won't, will not come up. So they have to go back, switch planes. So he ends up having to spend the night in Seattle. So they got in the air, right? Yeah. They got in the air. Yeah. And had landing gear wouldn't come up. Had, had to, to, to come back, switch planes, switch all the cargo. And that don't happen in 30 minutes. No. That's well, now, he a couple hours. He was on a separate flight. 
Yeah, he was coming. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is even like if you have a like, I've been I used to travel, you know, I traveled a lot years ago. Yeah. When you have to make a U-turn or something like that or something wrong with your plane, a lot of times you're waiting for another plane to get there. Yeah. You might be waiting hours for another plane Absolutely. to get there that can take you, you know. So And then, you know, he ends up having to spend the night in Seattle. Wow. But so y'all already y'all y'all in Anchorage at this point. Yeah, we make it to Anchorage and he only makes it to Seattle. Well in Anchorage we meet up with the other two guys who's gonna be with us for the week from California. Mm-hmm. And we all get on the same flight to Kodiak. Did you know them? No, never you, met them before. Okay. I mean we had been in just a group texting. Like, yeah, Facebook. Okay. You know, yeah. for months and stuff and So they just booked the trip the same with the same people mm-hmm. that you'd booked with. Okay. Yep. And so, I mean, they were yeah, great they take, guys. They, there are six people to this boat, mm-hmm. you know, to book yeah. the boat. So it's, yeah, it was too, I think what it, what it was whenever we all booked it, when I was still on, you know, on cue to go, was those guys had booked it. They, they were the first two from California that booked it, and us four, this was before Nathan came okay. on. I, yeah, Nathan took my spot, and we booked in with these guys from California. Okay. You know, and it just, yeah, that's that's how that. that makes sense. Yeah, that's how that, that came about. And then, so we make it to Kodiak, you know, no problems. We finally get there. We're done. Go to claiming bags, and one of the guys from California's bag doesn't show. Well, in the meantime, he called the shuttle from the hotel to come pick us up. We get, we realize his bag doesn't show. Of course, my bowcase is the last piece of luggage to come off the plane. I bet your I'm heart was about to yeah. freaking stop. Right? I'm just standing there, like, looking through the door, trying to see. Finally get my bow. His bag doesn't show. So we figure out, talk to them, find out it's still in Anchorage. They're like, yeah, we'll send it on the next flight tomorrow. tomorrow. No big deal. You know, Nathan's coming in the next day anyway. We'll get it. Everything should work. Yeah, because y'all, y'all basically booked like a couple days in advance on the yeah. way in just, just for that just for reason. problems yeah. like that. Because, I mean, it's not yeah. like you – yeah. And you, you can't hunt the day you get there anyway, so it wouldn't – the day you fly. So even the day you flew out, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. 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 So you we – um, You got some cushion. We – uh Jared happens to look out and sees the shuttle's full of people. So he runs out there and he's like, hey, man, we, we're still waiting on the bag. Can you come back and get us? And he's like, yeah, well, I'll be back. Because he takes off. So we finally figure all the things out with Steve's bag. And we're standing there waiting. Woman in the airport says, hey, we're locking down. Y'all got to get out. We're like, what? It's 14 <laughs> degrees outside. I'm in cowboy boots and blue jeans she, she, she's like kicking you know, like yeah she's like i'm locking this down well, you Y'all can freeze to death out. if you want to but we're not we're not staying yeah so we're spear 30 move all our junk outside they lock it up we're like oh what crap the, i didn't even know about that oh yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, that's why good about this that's why i'm minutes. so glad because he didn't tell us yeah, anything he didn't so t- we're nobody he told me a few know. things but he didn't tell me this no we don't know so we're out anything. there and you know it's like okay well the shuttle will be here in a minute a few minutes goes by and it's like I got to get some clothes out. You know, I'm digging, jacking out of my bag, trying to get something on. Everybody's digging something out. Call the hotel, and they're like, yeah, he's here. He's fixing to head back. Okay. 15 minutes goes by, nobody. Five more minutes, nobody. Call back. Oh, he went home. <laughs> I'm like, what? We're at the airport. So and they're like, standing outside at yeah. the airport. She says, well, he's In 14-degree weather. Yeah. They said, well, he'll be back on at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Like, lady, we're locked out of the airport over here. We have a a good sleeping bag. You know, it's like what you know. She said, "Well, we can get you a uh, a taxi." We're like, "Okay, we'll send a taxi." Twenty minutes later, I'm calling my own taxi. I'm like, "I'm sick of waiting." I'm calling. They're like, "Yeah, we have somebody out there in ten minutes." You know, and it's just going on and on. And finally, this woman drives up in a like a four door Nissan Frontier. 
It was a taxi. Was she in a, a taxi yeah. or an Uber? Yeah, it was an actual taxi. An actual taxi? But it was a four-door Nissan Frontier. Okay. And y'all got all kind of freaking gear. All kind of gear. Five of us. And everybody's got two bags, a bow case and a bag, you know, plus backpacks. But I rather yeah. strap that shit to the top. <laughs> we got to put stuff in the bed of the truck. She's got two tires in there. So it takes away more space. <laughs> so we're cramming stuff in there. She's like, let me call another taxi. And Steve's like, oh, no. We're going in this taxi. Nobody's staying out in this weather any longer. Yeah. And so we finally, we, Brad gets in the front, Steve and Mark get in the back seat, me and Jared still trying to stack stuff in the bed of the truck, hoping it stays. Yeah. I jump in, Jared like climbs up in, like leaning over all of us, and I shut the door behind him, so we're all four in the back seat of a Nissan Frontier. See, I'll just try to make it to the hotel. We just want to get the hotel. And how we're far is to the hotel? It's 15 minutes. 10 well, to 15 minutes. Yeah. We finally make it there. We get checked in, tell them what's going on, and they're just like, oh, we're sorry. No, they're you know, not. No, they don't they're care. not sorry. <laughs> so the next day, you know, we get up. We're, we go. We have breakfast there. We go to a sporting goods store. You know, Nathan uh, comes, flies in. Steve meets him, gets his bag. Everybody's got all their stuff. Everything's well. We get all our stuff prepared. You know, everything's good. Well, let me go back to the night getting there. By the time we make the hotel, we're all starving. Sure. They have a McDonald's, and they have like two bars, and that's pretty much it. There's not much in At Kodiak. least get a beer. Yeah, I'm good with the bar. <laughs> I'm a good with a beer. <laughs> okay, Probably so needed we, one. We go to one that's closed, so there's sure. another It's just like a pool hall. We go in there, and they're like, yeah, we serve food. We're like, okay. It's like, we got pizza. Some chicken like, nuggets. Get us some pizza. You know, yeah. that sounds great. They're like, well, they're uh, frozen pizzas from the gas station. We got to cook them. <laughs> Put them in the microwave. <laughs> We're like, bring three out here. We don't even care, yeah, right? No, nobody cared. <laughs> so anyway, we eat pizza. The next day, everybody's stuff shows up. We're good to go. Um, we went to a sushi place that night and had some sushi. I had uh, sushi when I was the first night when I was in Illinois. I don't really? that shit. Man, I love that <laughs> shit, bro. I didn't care for that place. I'll be honest with you. Well, I, I love it was sushi. Two things man. I don't love like: sushi. sushi and turkey hunting. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but That's the, funny. all right. So Saturday morning, uh, we wake up. It's snowing. I'm like, oh crap. We're probably screwed. Not getting out of here today. Anyway, everything works out. They pick us up. Yeah, because y'all still the, trying to fly in the Kodiak right now, huh? Well, or we're y'all in to, Kodiak? We're, we're in Kodiak. We're okay. trying to fly to the boat. To, does, right. does it, and so does what it like we're doing... Cross your mind that it could snow and you, like you, you're you stuck there the entire freaking hunt? Oh, it's very possible. Yeah, it, it Two is. Two weeks before, that group didn't get off the boat till Tuesday, which not only did they end up staying three extra days, another yeah. group lost three days of hunting. Yeah. You know, it's nobody's fault. The thing no, about, it just weathers what it the is. The thing about those hunts, and now you know, and you you know, Ankins vouch, vouch for that. Now, it's the couple. I I, didn't, I have never been a Kodiak, but I've been a couple in Canada hunts and this and that. And you at the mercy of whatever. Yeah. Like if you on a tight schedule where you only have five days to do this hunt and you have to be at work the next Monday or whatever. No, is, you can't book that. Don't hunt. go on that hunt. Yeah. Because no. you're going to be miserable. You could be three or four days. Yeah. Home. You have yeah. to. You have to have plus or minus and you may, a week and like you said you much. may never get the hunt yeah. yeah I mean and it's the risk you take I mean you spend that money you yep. you fly and, then, and you don't know I mean no. but then again you know if you don't go you know one thing for sure 
You can't kill him on the couch, boy. Yeah, you, no. you just can't have that experience. I'm, if you don't I'm not killing Sinka Blacktail in Mississippi. It just it's not happening. Pretty good chance that you're not going to find one of them. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. if you look on Facebook, a couple of people's probably seen him because they see Black Panthers and all that. Stuff <laughs> oh yeah, like I saw a Sinka Blacktail, but I'm telling you, bro, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bigfoot and that panther we about yeah, exactly, the same exactly. all, right, all right, Wayne, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that was funny. We're flying out with Island Air Charters on float planes, on beavers. Yep. And they come pick us up at the hotel. We go down there. No bow cases. You know, they don't want anything big and bulky. So we're pulling bows out. We're getting everything set up, throwing your everyday clothes. Did behind. they have a weight limit, how much weight you could have? Yeah, they told us sixty pounds a piece, but pretty much at an overall weight limit. They weighed all they weighed two cargo uh like pallets mm-hmm. of our gear and then they weighed us and kinda of split us up in two groups. Okay. And what it is is this whole trip is it's not a guided hunt, it's a do it yourself hunt. Oh, okay. And so you're staying on a boat though with transporters. Their whole thing is they give you a place to stay, they take you off the boat to the shore every day to to hunt. Oh, so you stay on the boat at night? Yeah. yeah. They pick you up. They, oh, you, they okay, pick you up okay, in the okay, afternoon okay. and put and you back on the boat, you. and they feed you. Yeah. You know. But you hunt on your own. Okay. The hunts, right. do it yourself. So when you fly out, like three of us flew in okay. on, on a beaver with a pilot. So there's four people on the plane. When you pull up, you pull up to the back of the boat, you get off, three guys gets on that's been there hunting, and they fly back. Okay. Well, in the meantime, there's another plane on the way. Um, he is such a slow drinker. We're going to have another. Boy, we really got to work on him. I know it's there's, a Wednesday night, but yeah. man, you're off tomorrow, man. What the there, hell? It is a holiday. <laughs> you got to work there, tomorrow? No. Then drink your beer before it gets hot. I got to college. You can stay there's a, uh There's a float plane on the way with the other three people. Oh, mm-hmm. so, so, so the whole, like, six of y'all didn't fly in? No. No, it's, oh, two, it's two float planes. I would have thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, well, that so, was probably weight because they can only tote so much weight, yeah. right? Three goes yeah. in, three gets off. How far of a flight it is from Kodiak? It's an hour. It, so that's probably not really well, that we was far. Well, we had good weather going in. It was a beautiful day. Sun shining. Really? Awesome. We've got to fly rare straight Kodiak, over the rare, island. Rare Alaska day then, right? Yeah. Because it's generally not like that. You've got to fly straight over the middle of the island, right through the middle of the mountain. I mean, we're flying mountains up on right each side yeah, of us. Yeah, you're flying you know? basically yeah. like by sight. You're like, you're not flying. Yeah, there was a couple times I'm like, he's going to knock the float off of this thing. Yeah. You know, it looks so close. <laughs> And anyway, so we get to fly out. Everything's going good. Amanda calls right as we take off. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what's she yeah. telling me? Something's wrong with the microwave, the breaker. She thinks something's <laughs> wrong with you the breaker. And I'm like, what? Call an electrician. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I said, I'm, a, I'm just I'm going to have to message somebody. I don't know what's going on. Something's wrong with the microwave, by the way. I don't, I don't know. We'll get a new one. <laughs> buy her a microwave, dude. <laughs> I'm fixing to. I'm going to buy two of them. <laughs> I'd have been like, I know you're not calling me for this bullshit. <laughs> I know it's you're not calling me. Anytime am. you try to do any like any any kind of trip like that, the damn whatever is going to go wrong is going to go wrong. But my time. wife might listen to this, so I can't I can't say too much. But yeah. I mean, she would I be like, "Oh, my like, husband would have." I mean, all the all these thoughts are going through my mind. I'm like, "Is the house going to burn now?" Yeah, you know. I mean, I need to get off of this a plane. Wreck? Yeah, you know, some something happened bad. I need you know, my microwave. Oh, I'd have been like, "What?" I know you. I'm oh. Yeah. I'm like I'm on. We're we're taking off. I. I'm going to call Don't you be back about this in petty a week. Shit. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll call you back when I get back. Go buy a microwave and just let me know how that works out when I get Which back. Which I had a uh, Zolio with me. So, I mean, I could text yeah. her the whole time I was yeah. there. So, no big deal. 
I, I had communication with her. She didn't tell you that sure she fixed the microwave? Fine. No, she didn't fix it because I checked it. And it's still broke. <laughs> still broke. <laughs> but she survived, though. Yeah, she made it. Uh, yeah. My brother had to come get one out of the shop for her. <laughs> I can assure you that my wife would. I mean, I don't know if she would have called me, but probably would have called me and said, hey, there's something wrong with the microwave. I'm going to town to buy a new one. And I'd be like, why are you calling me to tell me this? And yeah. when I'm in Alaska. I don't, luckily, I don't care. Luckily, we've got a fire engine red spare one that was in the shop. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So, anyway, we fly into the boat, and um, we get off. You know, three guys gets on, and, like, uh, Jim Treeman. Treeman, probably uh, Browski, Justin. Justin flew out. I talked to Justin for just a few minutes. He flew out on the plane we come in on. was there. Yeah, and – there was Nick Treeman Nick, Nick and, and Justin's the three guys, I think. And uh, there was a guy from Massachusetts I met, stayed. His name was Fred. Uh, yeah, I don't know Traditional him. hunter. I don't know him. All right, so you're talking about meeting people yeah. in weird places and hunting. Yeah. We get off, you know, the other plane's 30 minutes behind, so we're just talking, you know, talking about how the week went and asking questions, and they had a rough week. Like, sure. I mean, the weather was pretty brutal on them. Winds blowing high. Tip, all the pictures I've ever seen, Lee probably too, from Kodiak, it's always just looks like brown grass. Yeah. Just in rainy days. Weather and, yeah. Well, it's snow everywhere. The mountains are snow. The low areas are snow. Everything's got snow on it, which is unusual uh, from what I've seen anyway. Which I don't know. Can, which can kind of help, though, right? For the, for the, yeah, as far as bringing it, a deer towards the beach. Yeah, does it help yeah. to yeah, push yeah, them down, it, maybe? Well, they said it could help push them down. But yeah. now we figured out that was not I guess true. it probably takes probably like a week. Probably takes an extended cold period, yeah. you know. One yeah. the first snow probably don't do yeah. it. So talking about meeting people though, I'm standing there talking to Fred Cuda from Massachusetts and we get to talking. I'm like, oh yeah, I know I you know I was a Massachusetts turkey hunt this year. And he's like, Really did you get anything? I told him said, yeah he said, Well I do all my turkey in Connecticut and I'm like, Yeah, I didn't have any luck there and he's like, Let me give him a phone number. When you That's get ready right. to come so back to Connecticut. You, now you got a contact. Yeah. He said, it's a me. small world, man, yeah. when it comes to that shit. It can be. And, uh, it, it really can yeah. be. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's a heck of a note. I come to remote Kodiak, Alaska, you know, to meet that's somebody right. to get a connection to go hunting somewhere. So anyway, we talk on for a little while. The other plane comes in. Brad, Steve, Mark get there. Those guys load up and fly out, you know, so it's good to go. We throw all our stuff in a room, which has got uh, four rooms downstairs. On the boat. boat. On the boat. Is throw it like our, a... It's a 65-foot – I mean, okay. it's like a – I think they said it was like an 88 model, 89 model, something like that. It's like, like a that. yacht. It's a, yeah, something like so that. So, like, everybody yeah. got, like, a little bunk bed yeah. type thing? Yeah, it's like two yeah. – it's like bunk beds in each room. So, okay. it's two people to each room. Uh, there's a little bathroom off of each each one, so it's not like the whole ship sharing, yeah. you know, yeah. whole boats on one bathroom. like everybody's shitting in the same one. Yeah. There's a little shower on there. I mean, it's 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 freaking awesome. I mean, it's older. It sounds neat. I mean, it really does. But I mean, I was I'm st- you know still thinking back on it. I mean, I'm in a just I'm like where where am what am I at? What am I doing? You know? Yeah. It's, well, it it's was, an adventure it, you're not going to get. No, you, know? you may mean, not I, ever get it again. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, honestly, yeah. I've, you can see all the pictures you want to, but you don't know what to expect. So they give us it's like a a one hour safety meeting. Everything that they do, what they can do, fire extinguisher locations, what goes wrong, what to do, life jackets, you know, everything yeah. about the boat. Um, kind of how they going, how they push us. So out. this was like like midday when y'all got there. Yeah. So y'all was y'all we was going that evening. We flew out of Kodiak City at eleven thirty. So y'all was still planning on y'all was 
you know, planning to hunt that. You can't hunt that afternoon because you can't hunt the day you fly, right? Well, yeah, but it was already in Alaska. We was already in Alaska. Yeah. Okay. From from the day before. So yeah. I think it's like if you could. Well, we had from, been there from, we flew in on Thursday. We didn't fly out to the to the boat to Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's what it is, like a, the, the like the fly, like the period where you fly in, like I think it is like if you coming in from like, I guess like another. I don't know. State. I, don't, I don't know if it's another state. I was always yeah, told that like, you can't hunt the day you fly. So like like if you fly in on a moose hunt, right? When you land and get your base camp set, you can't hunt till the next morning. Yeah, yeah. It don't yeah. matter how long you've and been in Alaska. You can't hunt till the next yeah. morning, and the reason is because you're well, flying, spotting moose, go you know, That's then go right. out and kill you're, one. You're right about that. I don't know if that pertains to deer or not. Uh, I know it for the moose. I know it does because yeah, yeah. I mean I've done a little bit of research. But I mean, obviously, whatever they do is going to be legal if yeah. they're letting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they're going to let so, you hunt. They know it's what, legal. You know, they pretty much give us a rundown. They're like, "Hey, we got some soup in here. Y'all need some soup, so we eat." They're like, "Y'all want to get your stuff? We'll put you out. Yeah, y'all can hunt this afternoon." We had like two hours, you know. So they moved the boat a pretty good ways, probably I don't know four or five miles, mm-hmm. and. You know, we we get out, jump out, and we just do two groups of three first day. So they'd like bring so, you to the beach with the yeah. like a little dinghy boat. Yeah, a little little skiff. Mm-hmm. They called it the Zodiac. Yep, yeah. the Zodiac. I know what a Zodiac is. Yeah, yeah, me too. So we jumped a in rubber, a little boat, rubber, so. a rubber boat with a and, motor uh, on the back. Yeah, and uh, me and Nathan and Jared went together, and of course they drop us out, and I mean I'm immediately like intimidated flying in there because the pictures I've looked at is it looks like rolling hills. Sure. Well, when, when you get there, it's mountain. Shit. You know, yeah. I mean, you're looking. It's nothing. Well, hell, they got mountain goats there. Yeah. So, I mean, that tells you it's. I mean, I climbed up. You know, I looked on Onyx, and I'm over 500 feet up, and we just left from sea level. You know, and yeah, I'm like, this is fast. the. You know, we just left and went from New Orleans to Brookhaven in sea level distance <laughs> in just a few minutes, you know, yeah. climbing up. And I, I was breathing hard, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm physically in yeah. shape. You wouldn't think the altitude would shape. be that bad, though. But yeah, well, the altitude's I, no, not bad. No, it's just, I think it's just a steep. The exertion was yeah. steep. Yeah. You know, and so we climb up. We we seen some deer. I mean, we got caught. I could have killed 20 does first afternoon, you know. I mean, really? they were everywhere around us. Seen one Didn't good go buck. to shoot does. No. But a wheel. <laughs> right. I never met a well. I tell you the other day, I mean, never met a doe I didn't like. Me. <laughs> I could see me going to Kodiak and killing three does. Yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't opposed or to it. Either sex tag on a doe. <laughs> we um opening day. We seen uh we seen a couple good bucks, you know. And uh, Nathan was hunting with a rifle, and like one time he pulled his gun out. You know, we was fixing, hopefully fixing to shoot one first afternoon, and. He, he went over a ridge, and we made a big move on him. And anyway, we ran out of time, couldn't find him. So we we go back down. We get there. Well, like, as soon as we start climbing up, I turn around and look, and the boat's gone. Well, I'm looking. It's like miles. Yeah, because normally at bait. this point, it probably anywhere, most of the time, I guess most of the places y'all hunted, you probably can kind of see the boat if you get up high. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you a know, lot of it, unless you go real far so back. So had, had the boat moved miles, or had you moved miles? No, the boat moved. Because we went straight up. What were they doing? Shrimping? <laughs> Crabbing. <laughs> Are you kidding? They went and pulled crab pot. Is that right? We get back on the so boat. So you had something to eat. We went and got back on the boat that night. We got crab legs for an appetizer. That's my kind of. Oh, watch well, my kind yeah. of trip right crab there. Crab legs. I tell you what, dude. Bro, some of the pictures. We need to. I need to. We need to see if there's an opening for I know, me. Man. I might we have to book one. Smash. Go with you on some crab legs, which I, I'm a. I love them. You oh, know, dude, I, I can eat my weight in crab legs. No doubt. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking about it. You know. 
uh, you know, you figure out a few things. Hey, I need this tomorrow. I need this tomorrow. I need this. Yeah, the first day is just like a little I don't warm need up. that anymore. Yeah, you not going to so use you it. Get you, you get your feet wet. Even even in Illinois, the the second day. I had gone through my bag yeah, because and you, taken all. I don't need this shit. Yeah, every, I don't need this everybody shit. Everybody overpacks because you buy so much shit. Because you don't know it's what cool. you like. Well, you, you don't you know wanna, what you might need either because <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you know. You don't know what the situation is going to bring. Yeah, and I'm sort of a pack rack, and I'm always prepared for the worst. You know, extra release, extra yeah. this, extra that. Well, what if I want to do this? What if I want to do? This? Oh, well, I, was, Dude, I, I threw I had all that shit out of my bag because I'm walking two damn miles with my bag on. I threw all that crap out yeah, of my you bag. Le- you learn real quick of what's like a necessity. Of what's Absolutely. just like, as we say, yeah. like line you out, like in like extra shit That's right. as a Cajun. But like you don't, yeah, you, you don't carry, because you got to pack that shit every freaking step you take. You oh, know? I have so, three releases in my backpack. Well, I mean, the first day I'm <laughs> like, you know what? Why. I need one extra one. Need a spare just in case. Yeah, I need you a, gotta spare, have a spare. But... One spare should be good for yeah. two of us. Mm-hmm. That's I right. don't need a spare for everybody. That's right. right. You know, so I throwed one of them oh, look, out. Dude, I got rid of all. Uh, Skinning knives, all that stuff. That all, You know, if I kill him, I'll come to the truck and get my yeah. gear after I've killed him because I'm going to drop all this stuff out of my pack. Uh, yeah. You know? And that's so, exactly what I did. Oh, uh, let me say this. When we, with the frozen conditions. Yeah. I it mean, it's cold. been below, well, man, it's been below a, freezing. So what was the, the whole average week. temperature the whole time you were there? It never got above freezing. Shit, I never got above freezing? One that one day, well, I say the day we left, it got above freezing. Dude, I am, and one day in I don't the middle. Know, I am not a cold weather guy me anymore. Either. The older and fatter I get, the more oh, I we, like warm. Me, me, me and Jared laughed and cut up talking about Lee and yeah, how he would have been cussing. Yeah, I would have been a party pooper. I'd have been crying like a bitch. The only difference is on what they did, like, is that at least you moving somewhere? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's we're, not we're, like you sitting in a tree stand. It, you know, and it's twenty five mile an hour yeah. winds. It's fifteen degrees, and you're freezing your freaking balls off. Oh yeah, it, I have you know, many a time. Yeah, where I at least wonder this, why do I even deer hunt? I know, and I hate it. I, I don't like that. Yeah, but yeah. at least this, like, you can move around. You, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you, because you, you are spotting stalking. Yeah, the you may, time, you right? may stop for for yeah. thirty five, forty five minutes or whatever to glass stuff, yeah. and you get a little cold. But you constantly moving, so it, it is a little bit different yeah. on yeah. the temperature. So, did you have your like so, extreme cold weather gear on, or no? I mean, I had Kuyu guide and pants, yeah, yeah, our jacket and pants, and I wore one merino base layer on my legs. Mm-hmm. I wore uh, two merino base layers underneath my jacket and my jacket pretty much like yeah. lightweight stuff to where you can yeah. shed it as you yeah. go yeah because you're going to get warm yeah, if you much, start climbing kept, you're going to get you're yeah. going to build heat, oh I, you know? several times i was sweating yeah climbing, sweating. because i had That's too exactly much on right. but you were cold without it yeah and then you'd get to sweating and if we ended up sitting down for a while i had a puffy with me too That's so i the pulled best the puffy out of the jacket it, throw the puffy on you know what a puffy is no you got to describe a puffy for me and the listeners yeah like a down like a um you mean like one of them thick ones that them guys wear up in in chicago and stuff yeah like like the michelin man yeah that compresses yeah compressed down small puffies are the shit you pull that out put it on and like i mean wear merino wool base layers yeah. They'll use body heat to dry themselves. They will. They're going to hold warmth even when they're damp. That's right. Uh, so that yeah. well the worth the on. expense if you don't have any. Oh, else. absolutely. You know, especially and if you're going to travel to hunt. Yeah, that, that type of hunt, it, you know, you need require, to be prepared for all. You got to have. Yeah. You got to. You really do have to have the right gear you know, because that's a conversation for the spring. When yeah. We're going to talk about planning for next year's hunt and the things that you buy in the spring a little bit here a little bit there you know you don't have to buy it all at once you if you're going on a hunt you know in two years 
plan, book your hunt, start buying a little bit this month, you know, a couple and months I mean, later, a lot buy of that something. Expensive. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, yeah, because a lot, a lot of the guys that, that like, especially the guys from the south, like here, that pretty much just deer hunt, you know, sitting in a, in a tree stand or a box stand or whatever. They, they right. got a, a 75. They got a buddy top. heater. Well, they don't, that, they don't have, yeah. they got a buddy heater. And they might only walk a hundred yards to their stand. They don't really they work up a sweat. It, what are you talking about? Well, they drive yeah, to their stand. Yeah. They get well, out of the side by side. They climb up in the stand. They turn on the buddy heater. Yeah. Let's yeah. be realistic and, about and, most of our hunters wearing, in the South. they wearing thick ass freaking coveralls over Walmart. Or whatever. And well, that's, that's just on the five cold days that we have for you. That's the rest of the time you're hunting in t-shirts. That's right. But when you go on some of those hunts like Wayne did, well, I, I mean, mean you you can't you can't hike in that shit. No, my you know my I mean? extreme like cold dude, my extreme cold weather set was a thousand dollars, and that was like five six years ago. Mm-hmm. I hate to know what it costs now. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. You know? But I mean, it's expensive. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, worth every penny. I mean, and it's you know, I pack my stuff in if it's gonna be. 20 degrees in the morning you know i say i don't do cold weather man i am old and fat i don't do cold weather i'll pack that stuff to the tree i'll get in it as i get it at the base of the tree and then yeah, i'll get up in my stand at the tree yeah yeah and i'll be comfortable you know yep. i ain't gonna be cold i can assure you i ain't gonna be cold i ain't gonna do it <laughs> well i was sweating to cold to yeah and, felt like and, i was going to break out my fever i mean it was i mean it's ups and downs it's a shame you walk it. to a stand you break a sweat you get in the stand, and, and thirty minutes later, you're about to freeze to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, people That's, don't understand, but the, the the proper gear is what keeps you from. It does. You know, oh yeah. yeah, like I mean, I had I took sock, I wore sock liners. Sure, and then I, yep. I had neoprene uh, sock liners, and then merino or that's, that's yeah, a, merino wool. Merino I had wool. Darn tough socks yeah. is my favorite. You um, know, they're thirty, thirty-five dollars. Smart wool. I like smart wool I've, socks. I've got darn tough, like he's got. I got smart wool. I've yeah. got Kuyu socks. I've got. Uh, I got three or four different sets of, mo- of smart wool, different thicknesses, you know, yeah, for different, yeah. you know. The, the main, like the I've main got thing the Kuyu I've, socks, yep, but I've, thing, I've, I've found I like the Darn Tough the darn best. Tough. I just checked them out. Any, any them kind out. of good wool sock yep. is, but you. With like, a good base like, layer. You have to have a poly line, like yeah. Wayne's talking about. You, like you have to have like. You got to wick that moisture off yeah, your feet. Yeah, exactly. because if you don't have that, your feet sweat. That's right. And that causes your heel to slip. It don't matter in Mississippi. You know, no, you can put your no. smart wool socks over your regular gym socks, and it's because I do it here. But if you're gonna go somewhere where you're gonna walk a lot and you're gonna get sweaty, you got to have that polypropylene liner. Yep, yeah. that's right. It, it just just for hiking in general, yep, just for blisters, right. not keep even, you from getting blisters. Not even that's right. much less like like cold weather wise. I mean, it's just for blisters. Like if you don't have, if your feet sweat, I've learned that shit on my mountain goat hunt. If you don't have, like, if you don't have those socks that's and right. your feet sweat. Your heels are gonna you get hot pivot, spots. and next thing yep. you know, man, your feet are done, and yep. that's it. You, yep, I got hot spots in 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 Illinois. Yep. Like I said, you're walking. You know, it's forty degrees in the morning. It's not like it's super cold, but you're you're walking and you're building up. You know, it's forty degrees. That's the problem. If it's only it's forty degrees, you're not. It's not cold. Yeah, you my you know my, my, my feet sweat. Yeah, awful. Yeah. You know, you hear about people, my feet don't ever get cold. Well, I don't think your feet sweat at all because yeah. mine sweat my, my, and my, my feet get cold all the time. Yeah. It's just something I deal I'll with. I'll tell you something else. Uh, if you're stand hunting, is the um, Arctic Shield liner. Oh, yeah, I've used those. Yeah. Dude. Yep. I got some in my house. I right got now. a set. <clears throat> you just get in, once throw you a get hand in warmer, your tree. Get in the tree, put those on. dudes on there, yeah, throw a hand warmer in the top of them, nope. and you're, you are mm-hmm. good. You don't even have to have a hand warmer, but the hand warmer just, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I wear regular freaking snake boots. And a hand warmer and tennis shoe and just regular socks. Yeah. I don't even I don't have to put the, the heavy stuff on. Anyway, all right, back to uh, back yeah, to well, like, back to talking about Alaska. boots. Uh, you know, I mean, it's recommended to wear non-insulated boots because you're hiking a lot. So that's, that's what I've got. That's right. That's you what know. I wear. I wear non-insulated. And boots so what do, y- I go. what do y'all wear though? As far as like the, uh, 
you wear rubber boots or did you just wear like a like no non- i was like, like a danner or, or my crispies every day crispy just like gators the, or something yeah i had gators on because of the yeah. snow and moisture mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. you don't want to get the bottom of your feet wet you know no. your boots and your, your pants and everything yeah so i mean i've just me i was you know i just wore my crispies the same ones i had on colorado mm-hmm. um wore them put the gators on every day and wore i mean that was my my setup yeah and yeah. it worked you know i mean yeah. there was days that i'd get the higher you climb it seemed like the more you sweated you know because yeah. i'm it was well, I mean, it was more difficult exertion, for right? me to uh slow myself down because when i got there you know i'm like i gotta go, well, yeah, I gotta it, go. I gotta you're go. a physical go. specimen well you, you feel know? like you only got so yeah. many days that you want to herp and in, 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 oh, yeah. run and that's gun. that rush yeah that, that urge to get in the tree yeah you know mm-hmm. got to make it happen fast you know i've only got so much time i got to get i got to get i got to get i got to get yeah. you know and what yeah. you need to be doing is slowing your bass down you know well that's another your thing time. is like they don't get not, they're not going to drop you off till you can see good they're not yeah. going to take you out there and you're there for daylight yeah because they're i mean they're brown bears you know they don't ones. want you to become a turd yeah exactly <laughs> You don't know what you're stepping in. Every step's a different challenge. You don't know if you're, you know, you get into like, oh, I can't think of what they're called, but it's like the tundra. I mean, you get in areas where it's just like rolling, you know, where it freezes and pushes up. Yeah, Jared, didn't Jared, I think Jared told me on the text, I don't know if it was on our group text where he said that he had like got stuck in. Oh yeah, he like a spot where a he spot. like he stepped in something that his partner, if he if he wouldn't have had a partner, he wouldn't. He don't think he would have got out. Yeah, like he would, just like you would sunk literally down to like his kneecaps. You would be so walking across areas. I, w- I would relate that to the quicksand in the creeks around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've walked in the, you know, exactly. especially like after a good rain, there's a lot of there's a lot of water in the sand. You walk, you walk, you're fine. And you're, the you next thing you know, spot. you're up to your waist. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's and just that's that what fast. he did. Everything they were walking in was frozen, and all of a sudden he stepped in a spot that wasn't froze. And it, yep, and you know, and he just went down. He went knee deep one leg and chin you know halfway up a shin on the other leg yeah. but he couldn't pull it out that's right because there was because no, there's a suction it creates a suction on yeah, it when you there's do no that. bottom in it to push off of that's right and so anyway nathan had to pull him out yeah you know? he was crazy. mad boots soaking wet and you know and they were almost back to the boat but that that's was the thing you know yeah. when shit like that happens well when that happens on the way in that your hunt's ruined you, oh yeah, you gotta yeah. you, your hunt's ruined yeah you just you know? either you deal with it for all day and which is yeah. not which, fun and well way. i mean you know and when you're talking about it's not above freezing and your boots are wet and your feet are wet. You're not talking about, you're talking about some real issues. You're talking about health issues. You're talking about mm-hmm. potential frostbite. You're talking about, you know, trench foot at the minimum. Yeah. You know, you're talking about stuff that not don't, it don't just ruin your hunt, man. It could freaking, you know, that could ruin all your hunts. Yeah. You know, you I, could, I ended up putting a pair of socks in my backpack. Keeping, yeah, extra just, socks. Just to have something. You sure. Know, even if my boot was wet, I could get it out and get it, get a dry sock on. Yep. Um, but another thing about it, with all the cold freezing all the float planes that usually drop hunters off on lakes freshwater lakes couldn't drop them off because the lakes were frozen that's right so they're dropping off everybody like in bays where the boat hunters usually are so you've got pretty much double at least double the pressure Oh, so yeah, I actually oh, see people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so was, I was thinking was tent camping. All I was thinking that might have been helping you, but it's probably hindering you. Oh yeah, worse, yeah. There's right? more people there hunting. There was yeah. tents. I, I yeah, there was people in tents. I would have never thought. I thought. Yeah, I guess I would have yeah. thought y'all would have been a lot more remote. Tent like, camping in 30 degree weather brings me back to my army days. Another boat started coming in the bay. So there's two boats this last year and this year. Boats hanging out in the bay with hunters, and then you got your tent campers in there. So it was. There was a lot more people, a lot more pressure. Yeah. I mean, this uh. one area we hunted. I mean, 
the deer seen you and they took off and then other areas they you know like those would just kind of stand there and look at you mm-hmm. and really wouldn't pay you a whole lot of attention you could yeah. tell where the pressure really had been sure you know and i mean the weather whichever way the wind's blowing is where they're taking you wherever it's safe to keep that boat and you sleep safe at night that's where they're going to put you at you're not in a rough area or something if it's a northeast wind we're moving if it's a northwest wind we're moving if, it's if you're getting on the, the lee south, side of the moving. island yeah basically yeah they're there they had certain so the wind's places, always in your face basically certain little coves right yeah. behind a mountain that they would go park up in you know we'd be in 30 foot of water or something like that they park okay. up you know we'd be 100 yards well i mean your safety is paramount yeah that's you know. that's what they said all they're worried about is our safety yeah. and keeping us fed yeah man you can always go back and kill another deer you that's right you I can mean, go back exactly. you know but if you die you don't get to go back yeah. no yeah. and so. if it you know boat sinks and you're down in a cabin at night sleep yeah you know you have a hard time getting out of the thing yeah but so you know you, you're constantly adjusting you find a good spot you really like you may not ever get to go back there depending on the weather which, and that's I mean, so, we God, that's gotta that. be, could you imagine you're you're sitting up there your glass and you finally you find you see oh man my god you know he's man he's a giant we're gonna we're gonna make a move on him but we gotta wait you know in the morning we're if he's there in the morning we're gonna make a move yeah and they're like oh the wind shifted we're going to the other yeah. side and when we say all right so people gotta understand how big is the because when you think the island everybody's i think you think you know it's kind of small yeah, yeah you know the, yeah people think small yeah, when yeah. You, when kodiak you, island is like 100 miles long yeah it's, so it's when it's we a say little bit, they said it was a little bit bigger than the big island in hawaii yeah so when we say the island we're not talking about making a trip in a day no you know yeah. you don't you're go around talking, it in 30 you're minutes you're not talking about an island in the middle of like mississippi river or something yeah where exactly it's not three thousand acres you can paddle no. around <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's clear you know because we, we're talking about an adventure hunt that although i think everybody should experience one percent of the population probably will experience yeah, yeah it's you know? not for everybody it's, and and even if you want to it's, some people it's well, just it's just logistically i mean i know some guys know. who would have you know this is spent gonna, maybe two days doing it I and then they'd been like you know be, what i'll hang out on the boat i think yeah this i'll just be one crab and drink shows. beer and, yeah. and i hope you have a really good hunt this will be one of those podcasts in my opinion that like you're probably gonna have a couple people that's gonna be like uh eh, it really ain't for me you know but it's you're not gonna for have, everybody because it's not but you, you're gonna have guys that's gonna be really interested in doing this hunt that's gonna you know, guys has done it and can relate. Yeah, and you can know, relate. Guys yeah. that really want to do it, or guys that have done it or whatever yeah. that can relate or want to do it, that's going to pick up things that that he's that Wayne's saying. Yeah. That like, even like for me, unless you go, you don't really know what you're getting into. Like, yeah, no. even for me, I'm like into. you know, uh, it'd be a neat experience, but I'm probably be like, uh, no, it's not. It's not a cliff mm-hmm. thing. It's not what you know. I got I got my own other prizes. You yeah. Know? yeah, and that's spring bear hunt. You know. Uh, I, by, I, by the way, they do a spring bear hunt off the boat. Now that, that yeah, brother, I'm gonna tell you something now. But <laughs> that brown bear, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. That's for the black bears. No, yeah, you they, get up. They do a black bear on the, the uh, black on bears. the Alaskan Peninsula. Oh, no, no I know exactly. Bear. I've seen the videos, dude. They'll catch them out there like when the when when the tide's out. Yeah, the bears will come out onto the flats, you know, eating mussels and stuff, oh, yeah, yeah. and you I've, stalk on them. I've dude. seen them do that, but I didn't know I that. I talked to him, bro. I, I am one hundred percent on ocean. Does it? One of the guys on the boat. I will. He runs the boat for the spring bear. I will absolutely go. Well, are you? want to go to Alaska and do that I'll go with you I mean I'm not really worried about killing a freaking deer 
but I will go kill a black bear. I'm, dude, it's that's like a, a yeah, it's like June, yeah, you know May June. We talk like about that, that man, because that's that's an that's yeah. an adventure that I do. But that do. might be something we need to look in. I, I didn't oh, know yeah. that they, that company did that. Yeah, I, I would absolutely. I watch them do like the boat hunt on like it's I guess Prince of Wales and stuff like that. It's the same situation. you know they just they'll take you and drop you off. You tell them where you want to go and or depending on the weather, it justifies where you go. You know, I understand that they they can't tell you like. There's several times we was asking them questions, you know, and they're just kind of like. What, what legally you know, they can't answer some no, questions. That's what you know. He'd be like, eh, yeah. you know, it's they, you whatever you want to do. You can't it, get, I, yeah, you, you know. can't get on the boat and say, well, where's the deer at? I mean, they can't. Yeah, well, they I mean, can't like because they don't have question. guide license. That's right. This you is know, transporter on. Yeah, and I mean, well, which, I mean, you think? Um, I mean, I, I I didn't push the issue. You know, because yeah. I understand the situation. Yeah, I wouldn't put me in the woods, dude. I mean, you know, that's sort of the same thing. You know, anywhere you go, you're going to do a do-it-yourself. Yeah. Put me in the woods. I, I'm doing a do-it-myself for a reason. Put yeah. me in the woods. Let me. I'll figure well, see, this out. Uh, Steve, you know? that was there from California. This was his third trip to do it. Really? So we, you know, I, I'm sure we all. So he, he had some experience. He, he knew had, what to expect. Yeah, we asked him ten thousand questions um, before. Dude, he drank like one swallow of that beer. <laughs> I am so ashamed of you. <laughs> but we asked him like ten thousand questions, you know, beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, We're it makes sense going on, and you know, asking all these questions just to get your mind wrapped around what you're going to be facing, yeah. right? And yeah. so, I will say this: at the end of the week, I'm like, Steve, where does this one rank with the other two trips? Because this is a traditional hunter. You know, he's out there with traditional equipment, recurve, longbow, yeah, recurve. recurve. And um, he said this was by far the hardest one so far because really? the deer pressure, other people, yeah. the weather, yeah. Because I mean, when it so Most, many factors you cannot control. Well, you so many. It's things. hard to put a stalk on a deer when you're crunching in ice. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, when I can hear, he, the, when he, I can look you know, at deer, everything and range wants them. to eat him. Yeah, it's even worse in Mississippi. I mean, you got stuff that like two bites and you're gone. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, when I can range a deer at 150 yards and hear him walking, oh, he can hear me God. further than that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it it really put things in perspective real quick. Sure. So first day, first full day we had, you know, we we jump out and I'm with Brad. He's six four, you know. So me and him are both long legged. Like we can cover some ground. He's like a damn linebacker. He's built like a <laughs> like he is. He, yeah. I mean, he's like six four, like just muscular, six like, foot stride. You, just, you yeah. know, yeah. just eats up ground. Yeah, right? I, I, I mean, I'm six two and I had trouble keeping up with him. You know, I yeah. mean, he's stepping. But you. we, you know, we seen a bunch of deer. Uh, we made some plays on the first day and realized, hey, this is. A little more difficult than I imagined. Yeah, but I did get acclimated to what I had there, and yeah. physically I was I was I was good. Well, you've you know? been working out for how long? Had you been had you been preparing for this trip? Well, I mean, I had been running before we ever went to Colorado, and then okay. when we got back, I went joined back in the same gym that I'd been so in for a couple of years. Me and Lee were talking about how lazy we were, and yeah, but um, I've been slacking lately, getting my fat butt back. You think in. you're slacking? Wait till that baby gets here. All you want to do is go inside and hold the baby and feed the baby. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, it's, that's all it's you're gonna do. Thing. You're gonna go to work, and then you're gonna go take I care know, of the baby. That's, and the bad thing is, I got a sheep hunt in like seven months. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I ain't ready for that shit. But start getting you, well, get your mind wrapped around. Do that at night. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, got acclimated to everything. I was good to go physically. Yeah. I physically, was you're in good shape. And right? now I will say, after one full day, I come back and went through that pack again. I throwed the rain gear out. Um, I had a little lightweight tarp in there 
throwed it out. I'm like, I don't need all this. So stuff. what did you have? I mean, so, well, obviously, if it's that frozen, it's not going to rain, right? So you weren't exactly. too worried about it, right? So I mean, if it was doing anything, it's snowing. If it was, yeah, if it was warmer weather, you probably have to have the yeah, rain gear. Yeah, I would have kept the rain gear. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, but we're you know, cutting ounces I, I, now because. I, I'm cutting down. Because, yeah. you know, I'm like, I don't need that multi-tool. I'm, I'm with you on I'm that, throw, brother. You know, I'm, I'm throwing, throwing all stuff. kind of stuff out of my um, pack. So, and I mean, it's so cold. I've got a Nalgene, 32-ounce Nalgene, and I mean, I'm struggling to drink that during the day, you know, in eight it's just, hours. Because it's just that it's cold. So cold. You're not yeah. thirsty. I mean, I've got a phone and Onyx, and I mean, I'm struggling to pull it out and want to look at it. I mean, because it's so cold. You you're, you bow in one hand, the other hand's in the pocket with some hand warmers. Yep. Winds blowing, you yeah, know. I mean, you realize it was, real yeah. quick what you really need to what you exactly. don't need. Yep. Yeah. And then keeping, so for people who don't bow hunt, if you're not in bow, I don't know why you're even listening to it. If you don't bow hunt, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But if you, if you, that that's the tough thing, right? So even stand hunting, it don't matter any kind of hunting. Like I can't wear a glove. Like I can't wear a heavy glove for sure on my bow hand. No, because it changes the way my hand no. feels on the rider. I had so a pair of merino. It's got to be something light. Thin you know, gloves is what thin I wore gloves. All week. You know, and then honest to God, on on my release side, on my because I use a thumb release, bro. There's nothing. There's not anything on that hand. Yep. And it's, yeah. so it's got to be shoved down in something to keep it warm. You know, because the big thing about being a bow hunter is the feel right yeah i gotta be able to feel my hand on that on that riser i gotta be able to feel my thumb on that trigger because if i can't then i can't be sure you know of, yeah, you, of you where the shot points gonna, and everything. how the shot you know yeah sort of like you know i don't know how y'all i, I anchor by rolling my for me because well, you use a thumb yeah my middle knuckle underneath my earlobe if i have a like a hoodie or something on and i can't find my anchor point i can't shoot my bow I have, I mean, literally, I have to have, I got everything set. I got like my, my, my head mask. I've got a hole cut for my ear so that when I roll my hand underneath my earlobe, there's nothing between there except skin, yeah. you know? That's why I find like shooting like, like as far as like whitetail deer, like in the winter, like yeah. when it's really cold. It can be tough. I find like, you know, I'm good for like 20, 25 yards because like you can... Yeah. At least I find like if your anchor point's not exactly perfect, you, you can still hit that. You're hitting 20, that pipe plate at 25 exactly. yards. Exactly. But at when, 45 yards, that's yeah, a whole like, different like, thing. Nah, when it comes September, if I'm mule deer hunting or anything like that, man, I can't have because you shoot normally, you know, potentially 40, 50, 75 60, yards. Yeah, even. 70 yeah. yards or whatever it is. Like I, that's when I have to feel everything. We really got to be able to feel it. Yeah. yeah. So it's critical to me. And then, I mean, it changes everything. So that's, that's, that's the, the back to like Wayne's, like your Kodiak hunt, man, because you. Potentially could be shooting pretty long oh, yeah. range because I mean, you hunting some of the stuff. Ground, yeah, some of the stuff. Trying, I mean, we could see a mile. Yeah, easy. You, yeah. you, you know, to, you could see deer did a you, mile. Did you glass or I mean, so what did you? You were glassing for deer, right? Oh yeah. What were you using? Uh, I've got a pair of twelve by fifties. Is that all you used? Was mm -hmm. you didn't bring a spotting scope no. or anything? I, I talked to. Uh, we got to messaging with Steve on our group text, which has done it before. It's like, yeah. hey, you bringing a tripod? You bringing a spot and scope? And he's like, no spot and scope, no tripod. It's just extra yep. weight. You're not going to use it. Well, he said, you sit down, put your elbows on your knees, look at what you by need. 50. Yeah, I got a pair of When, you, when you're hunting a sick of blacktail, you're not trying you're to. Not, all you want to do is see a frame. That's right. You see yep, a decent yeah. frame, you're it's going after him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's like not we're like picking you, apart yeah, a mule deer. It's not deer. like you're looking at like a. a or looking for a bedded mule deer and you're looking for a fork to move somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, something like that. It, it's. I mean, you see a decent buck, and you're you're making a move, especially with yeah. a bow. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a, a trophy's a trophy. Yeah. You know, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, so you know, day one goes by. Um, Nathan killed one with a rifle on day one. I remember you messaging me that. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, that was the you know nobody had any close calls. Deer seemed to be skittish, you know. But now that's what now a lot of we're pressure. hunting flats in between a couple mountains, and we're mm-hmm. seeing deer on top. I watched bucks chase does over the peaks. We watched them in the flats. We watched them halfway on the mountains. It's not like so oh, they're the sort of scattered high, the all over. Low. The deer's over here. The deer's doing this. They're just everywhere. Okay. You know, you see a deer. He may not have a rhyme or reason why he's going where he's going or what he's doing. There's, you, you couldn't really put a game so plan together. Was to this make around like was this during like the rut or yeah, yeah. Is, they were ready? Rut. So yeah. they're they're we ready. Seen several bucks chasing does, bucks okay. with those. And the time bucks frame on moving this was around what? checking does. Um, what was the time the time frame? The what, it was, 15th through uh, the, the 13th through the 21st, 20th, I think, uh, like 30th. So I mean, 20th. just a little bit later than the Illinois rut. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their rut, you know. yeah, it's it's but around that same time frame. I mean, yeah. you could say mid November, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first day's done. You know, day two. Um, so you you went, you came back, you gorged on crab legs. Yeah, the second night they made homemade crab cakes out of the leftover <laughs> crab legs from the night before, which was awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to get it. I'm, I'm probably wouldn't be able to hunt. That's what I they mean, said. I, There's, like, I mean, it's it's full. Like, I mean, we had eggs Benedict for breakfast. We had French homemade French toast. Were you at a hunt or were you at a five star resort? It I'm, like I'm not did. really even sure. Like the the worst a meal of the day was a sandwich, which you had everything you wanted. To make it like a, did they toast it like a Subway sandwich? No, no. I mean, it was you made it yourself. Oh my God! You had up. to make your yeah, own. I had to sandwich. make my own sandwich. <laughs> but now I will pitiful, say this: pitiful. I would eat breakfast, and at like one o'clock, I would eat a sandwich. Yeah, and then I wouldn't eat again. I was back on the boat. You yeah. know, sure. They'd have some kind of appetizer every night. I had sushi yeah. one night. Any beer? Just for Lee. Maybe. <laughs> I see, yeah, I Might see, have been a beer. I seen pictures of. Uh, <laughs> he said maybe. Was, he said uh, maybe. Might have been a couple beers involved. No, <laughs> there was. Um, you know, I mean, great food, yeah, no doubt. Obviously, but, you know, so you'd get up as long as they got I, a couple now, beers. I mean, I'm good for the we're, rest. Uh-huh. We're um getting in the short terms of daylight in Alaska right sure. now. Sure. So we had about eight hours a day to hunt. Okay. So it was. I mean, you had plenty of time to rest, eat, get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. we had. And there sleep was your no, buzz off. There was no issue with rest. Absolutely. So, I mean, you could go hard, but, I mean, you was only doing it for eight hours. It ain't like when we're in Colorado yeah, and you're getting sleep 16 for six hours, hours a night. Yeah. 14, 15, 16 yeah. hours. Well, again, you're not you're not getting up and, and going out before, you know. You're not if, up if before you're, If you're daylight. elk hunting in Colorado, we're leaving at 3 o'clock in the morning to be where we want to be for daylight. And we're coming back, you know, three hours after daylight because we hunt until dark. And then, you know, you're, yeah. then you got to hump a mile or two miles or three yeah, miles Col- back to under, camp. Like yeah, September, Colorado, you get about five, six hours of sleep. Absolutely. That's, my, my last you trip to Colorado, that's, that's, you know, that's about, that's yeah. good sleep. You got to make mean, yourself and, go to you know, bed at 10, too. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, like, too, my last trip to Colorado, which has been quite a few years ago, cause, you know, but it was, yeah, you were, you know, you were leaving at three or four o'clock in the morning to get up the ridge mm-hmm. to get above them for, you know, the hunt. And then you stayed out there all damn day. Yeah. And then you came in in the dark, made you something to eat and fell into the yeah. freaking long, cot. Long you know? freaking days out there. Man. Very Massively long. long days. So, I mean, we've got a relatively short window to hunt. Sure. Um, so you got to try, but not, you got like to try to cram all that into that short window too. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're exactly. You're you know, up so there. So you feel the pressure for time, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could have 12, 
12 hours in places but i'm, I'm working on eight here that's right um they're not going to drop you off early you know it's it's good daylight by the time they get you that's what steve told us he said don't go to get nancy when it's breaking daylight and you're still sitting on the I puck. could imagine. Yeah, because they probably just sitting there cooking the eggs and doing oh, yeah. whatever the hell. I'd be like, dude, why are we still here? Yeah. Why are we not in yeah. a boat? You know, it's, you know it's daylight. To, you know, they would cook, get everything ready. And while we're eating, they may be moving the boat because the weather's changing. Wind's changing that day and they don't and want And they're us. looking for, they're the, thinking about the, the pickup as the, well right, as the drop off. I got a piss roll. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they may pick yeah. you up. They need to be able to pick you up. and We're just going to keep on talking. You better run. They can uh they want to be able to pick you up in the afternoon. Yeah, and still be safe. And so not that's trying to run. I'll say yeah. So they'll they'll make a move in the morning, knowing what you know. It may so, not be perfect in yeah. the, when they drop you off, but exactly. they know what the weather's going to change in yeah, the midday. I mean, they would and, tell us, look, we got some winds coming in this afternoon. Yeah, we don't know exactly what time, but we're going to go ahead and adjust for this wind. So we can yeah, because if not, then we don't and get you off put the you island. Here. Y'all figure out where you want to go. Yeah. Well, that would be the biggest. I guess the biggest scare would be getting stuck on the island with the brown bears because they can't come get you well i mean in that weather brown bear or not you don't want to be stuck well there you're sleeping. talking about highs in the 30s so you got to be talking about loads in the what low teens oh the highs were in the high 20s high, okay so yeah. then you're talking about loads in the low the, single digits yeah the uh fourth day we hunted there we had a negative 15 degree wind chill Bruh, that's miserable weather oh it was it was insanely miserable yeah I mean, that's when you're sitting there and you've got everything you can get on, face covered Lee, up. You didn't to, hear him. He said they're, they're low. What what day was it? I was listening. The fourth day. Low of negative 15? Negative 15. All right, I'm back. Negative that, 15. That's cold, man. Bro, that's cold. Yeah. The, that was the wind I mean, chill. I don't over know here, what the temperature was. Down here in the dirty south, we're squalling because it gets into the teens. Shit, yeah. I, I mean, when it gets into the teens, we're squalling. I yeah, mean, exactly. I hunted, they, wait, the day you got back from uh, Kodiak, I hunted your property. It was like oh yeah. 40, no, shit, I think it was like 54 degrees. <laughs> you said you were freezing. Like I, it, the wind was blowing, but I, I, I didn't It was 50 far. degrees, Lee. I was freaking freezing. <laughs> freaking <laughs> he, he said, bro, I'm freezing. I said, you don't know freezing. <laughs> you don't know. Man, he was a little emotional at that point because he was just getting back from Cody. He's like, he's like dude, he you ain't even thought out he's yet, like, right? He's like, you don't effing freaking know freezing. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you don't know. You don't know what cold is, boy. No. <laughs> Let me tell you what cold is. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so you stayed wait, cold for how many days? Oh, the whole time I was there. 14 days? I mean, you'd warm up on the boat. You get back on the boat, you but, get your boots off, you get your pajama pants on, sweater, you know, and you're sitting there kind of waiting on, you know, your sure. meal. And you can warm up a little bit. But, you know. You know, after doing that about an hour, I'm like, oh, I feel my toes. They're still there. That's the thing. You know, so when cold, cold gets to you. It's it's like it takes days for it to get out of you. Oh yeah, you know when you get killed when your when your core gets chilled. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, well, and I, you're hunting in, in in places that you know your core is going to get you're going to get chilled. Oh yeah, you know you might get warmed up a little bit, but I mean it probably was a couple of days after you got home before the cold cold. Oh, was I was probably walking gone. around in a sweater inside last night, and Amanda's like, "What's wrong with what's you? What's wrong with you? you should, yeah. this would be hot to you." And I was yeah. like, "I don't know, I'm cold." Yeah. Well, that's just your body trying to, yeah. you know. Like I'm said, still you know, freezing. I mean, when, when your core down in your insides, you know, yeah. it's not. It takes a while to warm it that up. It takes a while to warm that up. That's right. But um, so we hunted uh, that same place the second day as we did the first day. We were kind of still there as the weather kind of kept us. Same that, same general location, yeah, right? Same area. Yep. Um, we actually, me and Brad seen a stack. That, that Which is day. like a velvet, like a, cactus, a velvet buck? Cactus yeah, like, buck? Like a cactus yeah. buck. Yeah, cactus okay. buck. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and so we yeah. spot him. You know, he's just like a huge. Which is spike. pretty common on Kodiak, from what I hear. Yeah. You know, like you, 
I know, you know, like Zach. Uh, several people. Yeah, Zach they, Hill won, didn't he? Yeah, I guess he that's did. bringing uh, freezing your balls off to a new I level. Get, huh? uh, maybe so. <laughs> True. That may be where it come from. I mean, that may be what <laughs> I'm doing. I, think about I, that never one. <laughs> I almost come back a stack. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new nickname, dude. We're going to call him Stag Wayne. Stag Wayne. <laughs> oh, my God. That is funny. That is funny. Oh, but, uh, you know, we seen that stag, and we tried to make a move on him. Huge, yeah. huge deer. Was he, I mean, literally, he was way Well, I would think he's probably deer. physically, because he doesn't have the rigors of the rut to wear him down, he's probably yeah. in better physical health, I mean, health, like, right? we drop down, yeah, and, you know, we're, we're like 280. <laughs> when you have no sex drive, it doesn't really, you know, you can, <laughs> look at me, man, I'm yeah. freaking, you know, 50 and fat, baby. <laughs> we got to look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. oh, That's right. Ball stack. <laughs> oh. Blue ball stack. Blue ball stack. Well, this went south fast, <laughs> didn't it? You. you might have to edit something. <laughs> We're not editing anything, bro. Rewind. We're not editing anything. Um, That's funny. So we we uh, we made it. We probably closed fifty yards on him. I think the last time within fifty yards, was like no. Oh, you closed fifty yeah, yards. We were like two thirty ish. Okay. You know, and he knew something wasn't right up there, so I've got this little Montana decoy. Mm-hmm. Dough, you know, I pull it out and I'm holding it up, and Brad's sitting there laughing at me. He's like, "You know, he ain't interested in the dough. Yeah, he ain't got no balls. He ain't interested." <laughs> I'm like, "I know. I'm just trying to cover us up here." And uh, so there's a there's a little ridge. You're, you're preaching to the wrong choir, yeah. boy. <laughs> there's a. <laughs> That's what the stag was looking at him like. What the fuck I'm gonna do with you? <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> Where's your brother? Don't you come over here, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably more concerned with the dough coming over and eating his food. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, killing, oh, killing me, guy. Oh, my God. I'll probably have to like tone that down. The laughter will be so loud. That's funny. Let me, uh, let me get back on page here. Right, anyway, so you that. found this deer. He goes over a little ridge in front of us. So sure. we take off to make a move. Well, in the meantime, we spot a buck up on the side of the mountain. You know, looking the opposite the direction. Hard horned. Yeah, hard horned good buck. Yep. And so we stop, drop down, you know, pull the decoy out, and he's looking at it, and he's looking around. And anyway, something's got his attention, and he moves back over the ridge. So we go up and try to come over. I mean, I'm talking about ridges on the side of a mountain. You know, it's just you're talking about humps. Sure. You know, it's up and down, so you've got to use any terrain you have to make mm-hmm. a move. So we tried to go up and come across to get on him, and – he vanished. I, I, we couldn't figure out where he so, went. Let me ask you the terrain. All right, so we're talking about, you know, we know the vertical terrain, but thickness. Is it thick brush? Is it open? There's, there's I mean, places with alders and willows that sure. can get thick. And yeah. this area where we were at, it was just like a marsh. Okay. A big flat marsh with some little ridges and mountains on each side. Okay. And in the back was a canyon but that like, went out. Uh, as, as far as like the alders, I mean, you talking like four, four, yeah. Five I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking high enough. Uh, obviously, like enough we're that deer can hide in. You know, from a foot to ten foot. Okay. I mean, some yeah. of it you're in. You know, crawling yeah. through. Um, okay. So when so, you say he disappears, I'm just trying, trying to think. You know, now I don't know how they vanish like they do, like where yeah. he was. Well, they're deer. I, I, I mean, yeah, they got a knack for that shit, yeah. man. We seen a white tails can disappear. Couldn't find him. Stubble. Disappear in the food plot. Yeah. We drop down. We're like, let's go your stack. You know, we drop down. We take off. We start at the ridge on the other side. Turn around. Look back up on the mountain. There he stands. It's like, I'm right here. You know. 
but typical stag. No, it wasn't. Stag. No, it was, it was a, a hard horn buck <laughs> that we he was, you know, we couldn't he just, find him you know, up there. He was there the whole time. Yeah, he, he just, was there yeah. somewhere. We just couldn't. I mean, some little dip. The way they blend. I mean, any deer can blend. Oh yeah, into broken terrain. It's it's amazing, and I've seen deer lay down in a stubble field. And I swear to God, if you took your eye off of him, you know, yeah, and you look back, you can't find him again. Yep. And he's laying in a wide open field with freaking all the stubble six inches no, tall. I, I did that And somehow times he freaking laid down in there and disappeared. Yep. How the hell does he do that? Yep. That's, I mean, I mean, like he just appeared up there, but it's like he's looking at us now. He knows. Sure, now he knows you're so there. How, how well, far is he now? Oh, he's 500 yards, you know. He's back up on the mountain. Just and we've done drop down. Well, that's that six, five, mate, them, these guys I know, 6.5 cream more take care of him 500 oh, yeah. yards. Uh, d- he ain't dude, with a rifle? Oh, yeah. You could go sit in one spot and mm-hmm. limit out. Stack him like cordwood. It's definitely rifle hunting. That friendly. many deer? That's a Lance yeah. Knockout hunt. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> That's a who? I'm bring out Bo oh. Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Our buddy Lance knocking. He's like, he hates bow hunting, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I got a buddy. I was going to invite him today. Oh, my God. I, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tag him. I'm going to send this to him. So I was going to invite my buddy Leon um, to come hang out with us tonight, drink beer, and talk about deer hunting. And he don't bow hunt. And I was going to tell him, you know, because we're snobs about bow hunters, and we were going to be all inclusive and include somebody who can't hunt because he can only kill it with a rifle, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, Leon, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> Love you, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, we're going to get him out here one day, make fun of him. Oh, I told him we were going to make fun of him if he came. I said, That's you, probably why he backed out. Yeah, it might be. It might be sensitive, you know. But anyway, uh, we take off after the stack. Of course, he vanishes. You know, it's like, well, he's on this side of the ridge, and we get over there, and he's not there. You know, so you're making moves. You're spotting other deer. So, anyway, we end up. So, it wasn't hard to find deer. No, finding deer wasn't hard. Getting within bow range of a deer, that's a whole different thing, right? Yeah, because, I mean, everything you're stepping on is just. Sure. You know. Like breaking glass. Yeah. And then you're walking in, you know, all that tundra stuff, and it's up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, or either you're going up or you're going down a mountain. I mean, sure. Or if it's not frozen, you're wading in marsh. I mean, so I mean, there's there's a lot of variables. Yeah, conditions are tough to bow hunt that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I could definitely see where it's a whole lot easier when there's not snow and it's just wet grass. Oh yeah, I could see. Yeah, where, just you for know. the crunch noise, you yeah, because yeah, the crunch you can eliminate that. I can't tell you how many times I'd peek over somewhere and every deer around is already looking at you. Yeah, because they, they heard you coming they, from yeah. five hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. We end up we make a you know we just start kind of pushing the way we thought that stag went, and we spot another little forkhorn. So we end up taking off after him, you know. And we end up we probably got two hundred yards from him, and Brad's holding the decoy up, and he won't budge. So I back out, drop down around a little ridge, and try to make a stalk on him, and I got like 150 yards from him. He just walks off, you know, feeding off, going his own way. I get back to Brad. He dis- The buck disappears, so we go to where the buck disappears at, and he's on the other side running a doe there, you know. I mean, it, they're just – it was like they were inconsistent. So by the time all this happens, we're pushing 3 o'clock. You probably. I mean, okay. a lot of the days already gone – what we, time is getting dark there? Yeah, I was gonna say that's uh, gonna ask that same question. Five-ish? Well, it like probably it is six, here or six. But they picked. They wanted us on the beach to pick up at five. You know, wanted yep. you to get out in plenty of daylight. Which it yeah. is, you know, the way the sun, the angle is to Alaska, the 
in the Mornings low southern hemisphere, right? Real low. The yeah, low southern hemisphere, I'm yeah. assuming, right? You're like real slow. Sure. It's not like here. It's like always getting down. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 30 like minutes daylight later. And then it's dark. It's an hour and a half transition in the morning and the evenings. Okay. So it's a lot longer. A lot of gray cycle. light. Yeah. So they wanted you on the beach at five. So pretty much you were nine to five, you know, okay. type deal. Um, you had to check in with them at 12. They wanted you to check in at 12, check in at like, three. Through like the in reach on, thing? On a radio. Oh. They give us a radio. Just check in, make sure everybody's good. If you're going on a stalk and it's two, you don't know if you're going to be able to talk at three, just give them a holler. Sure. The radio on the boat records it just in case they're they can, not there. Well, that's kind of yeah. good, though, that way, yeah. you know, yeah, that, that's, safety that's reason. Their, that's what they say. Is. They said they're there to take care of They want to feed you and make sure you're safe. Yeah. They don't care if you kill, honestly. I mean, they want you to well, kill and have a good time, though, but that's, that's, that's not their that's concern. All, that's on you at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, it is because the killing part, yeah, the killing part's on you. You just want to make sure you can – their goal is to He's, send you back to your wife and those kids. Yeah, you know exactly. Because Amanda ain't gonna be happy if you they, don't come back. They have air horns. They have bear spray. All that on the boat, yeah. which I've got a backpack full of it. You know, yeah. Since I couldn't take my pistol, <laughs> right? I mean, we'll have to get into that whole conversation about just you know the bear thing. You know, where? Yeah. Did you even see one? Oh yeah. Yeah, we saw uh, like Jared. I don't know how many Jared yeah, he ended sent, up seeing. He, Golly, he, sent me a video. he was like a magnet of them. Yeah. Really? He sent me a video of like oh. three bears running. Like it looked like they were 100 yards from him running. The Holy only crap. time me and Brad seen a bear while hunting on the island, we seen a giant, but Jared was with us. That's yeah. all. Outside of that, the only time we ever seen a bear was off the boat. Like we would be moving really? and look up on the side of the mountain and see a bear. Wow. All but right. I mean, I bears. Go, go ahead. Bears was like no concern, really. I mean, you you had that concern because when we were at the hotel, we were meeting guys coming in from hunting that had like three of them had deer taken away from them. That's the same. One of them literally was telling us he's like, we were dragging the deer down the hill. We gutted him. Had bears coming in and tried to drag him, and he said we made it like fifty yards from where we gutted him, and all of a sudden heard something and stopped and turned around. The bears just like right there on you. He said they just started trying to back away. And so they you know. telling you all that shit and you freaking the hell. Yeah, out. I'm that's already how it, without a pistol. Yeah, that's how it was whenever I went on that uh, caribou hunt in in Northwest uh, Northwest Territories. Was we 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 met up with a group of hunters in Norman Wells and they were like, "Oh my God, the freaking bears, man!" Like every time you you know you every way you looked, you had a bear coming in on this and that or bluff charging us or whatever. And so I'm like, "Holy shit!" I'm looking at Tim. I'm like, "Bro." I ain't, there's no way I'm going to make it out of this hunt. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, I'm, I'm going to end up dying on this freaking, you know. Well, you're trip. going into yeah, something I'm you don't know much about anyway. On grizzly, because it was some grizzly bears where we were hunting. And I was like, man, I, and when I got there, I was so freaking scared of bears. And, and within the first day, after the first, you know, the first day, it probably, you know, shit, probably not even the first mid-morning hunt. By the time I finished the mid-morning hunt, after walking through bear country, Ah, fuck them bears. I, you know, it's like I wasn't even really worried about them at oh, that yeah. point. It's probably after, how the same oh, situation. I, I was more was. worried about bears than anything, especially after you couldn't take a pistol. You know, we didn't have our pistols yeah, with us. I can get that. So, so I heard yeah. some of what you were saying. I'm going to interrupt for a second because I want to ask this question. Alaskan is really stringent about like if you kill an animal, you got to get all that animal all out. Meat. Yeah. Everything's yeah. got to come. Ribs, like, everything. everything. Yeah. So how do they handle it if a bear takes your if kill from you? If a bear takes your kill, it's his kill. You are no longer obligated to touch it. 
Okay. So yeah, I, they don't want you. you. Well, obviously, a, I'm not going bear, head-to-head versus a freaking Kodiak taking, Brown. A bear taking your deer does not justify you to shoot the bear. Of course, yeah. So basically, absolutely. like if you sh- see, all right. So, so see, what see about you. your tag? Your tag's burnt, though, right? I don't know. I didn't ask that. I mean, because that's the because that's like for me. Yeah, because right? I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. Like, say, like now if he like, takes off and you've already put the tag on him. No, no, but like, say Cliff says, like, all right, say you say you just if if it would happen, you know, say like you all right, you you double on a deer, runs off, you know, hundred yards. You, you give him a half an hour, yeah, forty five minutes. You, you, you want to be sure. Your, you go back to your backpack. You meet your buddy. You, you you know all right let's get all and you get there get, get the meat bags and everything mr and then brown bears you, you claimed your and, kill yeah and you head back towards your kill and the bear is on it i don't that's i don't the, really know what do you do with that i mean that's my the understanding meat, of that yeah. well, i thought you was meaning like if you already had your tag on it yeah well even that yeah, if you got your it, tag on it what do you, you do tagged him obviously it's the bears sure. so if point. you've tagged him and Mr. Brown Bear wants him. I'm giving him to him. I ain't gonna lie yeah, to you, bro. Guess, we ain't fighting. I guess, I guess it's to the, the point where if you put your tag on him and you there, then you can kind of like, I mean. Well, I guess you could go back in a couple of days and try to get your antlers. Yeah. I'm not. I don't, he I'm can not keep them some bitches, yeah. dude. I don't. Yeah. Well, you get three tags. Oh, you get three. You, okay. You well, can, I didn't know you that. You get three tags. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really 100% a sure how that, how that works. That's some, you know? that's, I mean, there's questions to be asked, yeah, though, because... Yeah, because see, Alaska laws are, are like... They're very stringent I've on getting the meat out, know, you know? You I have know to take that, everything like, yeah, out. you definitely got to follow their, their yeah. laws, because there's it's not like... Oh, they will can, send a game warden. I've done the research, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you who else, uh, a good a good resource, if you don't listen to them, if you don't listen to the Working Class Bowhunter guys, you should, because you're they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. When they were talking about... Um, the moose hunt? The moose hunt. Yeah. You know, the rules as far as like what you have to bring out. Dude, you can't leave nothing. No. Mm-mm. Nothing. No. And that's how it that's should be. Place. It should be. It should, it should be, be that way. You know, I just. But what they I was were saying was. about the same situation. What they were saying was in, uh, in that podcast was they'll send a game warden out. Yeah, they'll fly to over. see. Yep. If you took everything you were mm-hmm. supposed to take out with you, you know, so that again, it just brings the question: if I'm, if I, if you know, I go out on this trip of a lifetime and I kill this dude, and Mister Brown Bear decides he wants him, obviously I'm giving it to him. Well, one thing <laughs> that they recommended to, to us on the boat, they said, "Look, when you get done cleaning your deer, yep, get him away from before you pile. walk away. Take a picture of sure. what's there. It, you should have, you know." A hide, half a hide, something yeah. there. Yeah, like D-bone, D-bone ribs. Yeah. Because you got to yeah. take the rib. Spine, meat. D-bone ribs, or cut the ribs off. Yeah. And guts. Yeah. That should be what's That's in the That's your picture. proof of, the, of, of what's, yeah, yeah that and you took you should, everything you out with you. should have the quarters and any other meat. If you want to cut the rib meat out, you know, rib roll it, mm-hmm. cut the ribs, whatever. That Take a picture of it. That way, if they... If you do get checked, you've got you can say, "Look, this is what I've got. Here's the meat that I've got." Yeah. It kind of eliminates you in a game warden trying to go stomp around to find yeah. the kill site. Well, well, I'm gonna take, you can write me a ticket, dude. I'm not going back out there because that's if there's if there's stuff still out there, that's when Mister Brown Bear is going to claim it. You, you know, know, they they told us one the that usually the magpies probably do and it. Birds and fox will have them cleaned up for a bear can ever find. Really, them. is yep. that right? Well, I could see that. I mean, there's probably there's obviously more of them than there are bears. Well, oh yeah, but and they can. They, I mean, they just they, they can get to bird's eye view. But they ain't yeah. scary, baby. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm not you worried know? about a fox or a man. I'm not worried about a fox eating me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
And there's ravens, you know, those two. Sure. So any ravens are a lot spotted. bigger than crows if you ain't ever seen a raven. It's a it's a pretty damn they, big black They, they double the size of a crow. Double the size yeah. of a crow, easily. No doubt. Right. Anyway, didn't want to interrupt that, but that was just questions that I had because yeah. that's something to be thinking about. That's what people need to know, mind. you know. I mean, it, yeah. You, but all yeah. that stuff's going on. Well, I mean, these guys the deer hunt's not so much for me, but the moose hunt, that's something I could absolutely go do is a moose hunt like that. And, you know. If a moose claims my 1,500-pound bull moose, well, I mean, if a bull, if a bear does, well, he can damn well have him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not I'm not arguing with him about it. Exactly. <laughs> Those guys that were telling us that, they were coming off of the north end of the island where it's thicker. There's trees. You can't see sure. as far. So, I mean, where we were going, we had a lot more, unless you were in the alders and stuff, you usually had a pretty good sight. Mm-hmm. You know, a you could see a line of vision. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you can see a lot. I mean, I, we found a bunch of bear tracks. You know, I took pictures of bear tracks with my feet in them. I mean, you know, not large. Compar- it's not a comparison, no. is there? They're huge. But, you know, luckily we only seen the one, and he was a tank. And that was on, I think we seen him on like the last day, maybe. Really? Um, but never really no scare. No, nothing close enough scare. Now, Jared and them seen one like 90 yards, and they said whenever they seen him, he had already knew they were there, and he left running. Yeah, you know, I mean, he went, was. He but now you're talking him. about a bear that gets hunted. Yeah, you're talking in the and fall and the too. spring. Yeah, you know, Kodiak, Kodiak we're not talking about bear. grizzlies in yeah, Montana and Wyoming that don't have or, a fear or of like humans. Where, yeah, where I was in the Northwest Territories, yeah. where it's illegal to hunt them. They hunt yeah. the shit out of them in Kodiak. Yeah. You know, so well, and you have to up yeah. there. I mean, there's a lot of bears. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, a grizzly bear. I could imagine. I would love a grizzly hunt in in Montana. I would absolutely sign up for that if they ever open that shit up. Mm. They tried Wyoming. Yep. Yeah. They did, and they will eventually. Well, they're going to have to. They're going to have no they choice. Did, and I think it got rejected. It, yeah, they, they took it some, the court. Yeah. yeah what was crazy about the whole thing was like a Montana judge put a stop yeah. to it or something. Yeah. It, it, in, all in good time, liberal, they're not going to have a choice. Bunch of liberal mess. To, when, when, when they start eating people, they're going to have to. It, oh, it, they, they, there was like three cases this year where they hate to say that, but they ripped people out of tents. I mean, that's that's what it's going to take. It's going to unfortunately. Well, I mean, you look at what they let wolves. You know, that's a whole other story, but. You know, they they had to open up a wolf season because the wolves were decimating the wildlife. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. decimating the wildlife. You know, you can't bring what was 150 years ago, 200 years ago. You can't bring that back. That's, nope. it, that's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and it, unfortunate as it may be, you can't bring that back. Try as you might. You can't have a world where you have nature at 200 years ago. You move all the people out. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. You want to you want to have that? You got to get everybody's. Got, you give Montana back to the animals, and you can have that again. Yeah, you know, but you can't have people and 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 stuff like that. Anyway, all right. Anyway, back to the back to our hunt. We're so, gonna get off uh, on another tangent, but like day two, you know, when we we had some stalks, but you know, never got close. And so with day three, we had a change in the wind, uh, so we had to relocate. Um, so we go to a brand new spot. Actually, the spot we hunted. So, the first did you, were you looking forward to a new spot at that point, or? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you sort of hunted that area where you we felt like it. you'd seen everything. Yeah, and I mean, you could feel. Like, I mean, there you were seeing a bunch of other people's foot tracks, and you're in an area that you were not walking the same paths. And when I'm finding other people's tracks, I know that. I mean, you, people have been here before the, me. There's the too deer, much pressure. The, the deer first afternoon where we was seeing those deer and how they reacted versus what we've seen full the first full day one, day two. Yeah, it's completely different deer. I mean, the skittish pressure versus unpressure. Yeah, I mean, they seen something they didn't like, they just left. Yeah. You know, the other deer would stand and stare and figure, try to figure out what's going on. That These would just leave. So we relocate back to the pretty much the same area, and we go in there, and um, 
we didn't see a lot i mean we ended up climbing high uh, we got up real high through a bunch of alders by the way that was a fiasco but we finally tore through got up high was able to watch the bright trail oh yeah yeah and uh i forget what them thorn bushes are called that they were calling them but they'll tear you a new one <laughs> it's about like saw briars around here really um so anyway we tore through all that stuff and got up high above all of it in the snow and we're watching glassing down and we didn't see many deer but we seen an area that when we seen deer they were concentrated there so we went and checked out a couple other spots we ended up coming back and i mean it's already you know two o'clock sure and we're like you know what we've seen today and collected so far we need to get in this area and let's just go in here maybe space out 60 70 yards cover an area and kind of you know try to stay the rest of the day mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a pretty day sun was shining so if you got in the sun it really wasn't that bad if you could get out of the wind um so we ended up started working our way in there and it actually warmed up that day enough that there was no crunch it was just kind of a mushy, mush. sort of a mushy yeah, snow. So deer yeah. wasn't hearing you. Um, so Excuse we me. actually watched the uh, two guys from California make watch one of them make a stalk on a buck. You Which know, I'm glassing them. Steve or uh, Mark? it was Mark, but he didn't get a shot on him. The buck left. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're making a move to get down in where we want to go. Mark shoots a buck over there after we watched the stalk. We didn't know it. You know, he shoots sure. one. He hit him far back, and they were giving him time, and you know, so we ended up we get off down there where we can't see anything, and we're just kind of working our way following deer paths, you know. I mean, the, I mean, beat down deer paths like cow paths, yeah. And we're walking and just kind of easing around and following it, and you getting some thick stuff and out of it, and we're almost where we want to go, and we round some alders, and a buck's bedded, and he stands up out of his bed. And Brad's in front. He's done knocked an arrow by the time the deer stands up. I range him. I'm like, 44 yards. He drew back. Is that the one he killed? Yeah. He shoots him. Arrow hits. The wind's blowing across. The so deer he just, starts he taking off. he basically just stood up out of his bed? Yeah. yeah we walked right up on him. No. Yeah, he, because with no crunch, you yeah. could get with no close, crunch, exactly. Right? So he stands up out of his bed. You know, I range him. He starts to walk. I'm like, putting the white tail, man on him you know i'm like meh, meh. and he stops and looks back and brad's peep sight's messed up and he's trying to get it adjusted and i'm grabbing an arrow at this point i'm like i don't want this deer to get away you know someone's gonna kill him right so you like yeah. right on the side of brad at yeah this i'm point? just right here you know like me and you yeah and so it's like all you know it's kind of chaos and the deer goes to take off walk again the wind's blowing he shoots and he hits him far back and it's like so we drift, one of I us mean, seen was it a crosswind or yeah it, the deer was going into the wind okay so i mean so just there was some cross, effect yeah, there i'm sure the deer's wind. walking into the wind you know i mean it he was, takes a step the wind's already yeah, pushing yeah, so yeah, 45 yeah. Yard shot. so how far back are we talking are we back Way of the back. ribs or back Way in back. front of the gut right, in front right of the front of the hind quarter right oh yeah that's a back shot but neither one of us it all happens the fact we didn't even see the air we didn't know where he hit okay yeah, and, and the that's deer the worst part. Now you running. don't know what to do. The deer takes off running, and he wheels around. And when he wheels around running away from us, blood's just dumping out both sides. He hit that artery. Oh, oh artery. so he ain't going nowhere. No, it's just dumping out. And I, Brad's like, I think I made a bad shot. You know, I think I hit him back. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but when you hit him, you got blood. That's the only good back like, you can get, though, yeah. when you hit that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he hit it perfect. And I'm like, I, I shot my deer in Kansas. Same situation last year. He's walking in the wind. 
you know, I shot, I hit him back, I hit the artery, luckily, yeah. you know, and he bled out in no time. And yep. so I'm like, what is, you know, kind of had a shot of it. Rage. Yep. That, I'm like, let's just that get him. like man. throwing an axe through a deer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, especially when you hit him back like that. Yeah, like, so God, that's why I know, throw a big broadhead. I'm brother. like, let's just, let's give him 10 minutes. Let's give him 10 minutes. You don't like, even need that much time. You know, and we stand there just a second, you know, I'm like freaking Raz just kind of standing there still taking it in. I'm like, punching him in the arm and stuff. I'm like, we shot one, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. I'm just as jacked up as he is. Absolutely, you fired up right now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm fired just up just to see your buddy be like, successful. Hell yeah! And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, did you see the blood? And you know, I'm, the, I'm like, yeah. I was like, heck, let's go find the arrow. You know, we get up there and we're looking. It's like we can't find the arrow. Look at all this blood. He's got to be dead. You know, so we take off and we start easing, which is still, you know, it's not crunching yet. It's still ain't shows. Sure. And this was like three thirty, three forty in the afternoon. So the sun's dropping, you know. And so we ease around the corner, and we're looking. We ease a little further, and we're looking, and all of a sudden, Brad's like, there he is. You know, he didn't run 50 yards, you know, and fail. Oh, I bet. So we get up there, and it's like, he must have been man, you know, fired we were pumped up, up, you know. Took some Brad had his gloves on and knife out, and I'm like, Brad, we got to take pictures. Yeah, before, <laughs> I mean, before, 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 before we leave nothing but a carcass, we might want a picture of this. Yeah, <laughs> so I take pictures and I'm setting my phone up trying to get timer pictures. You know, with both of us in there and all, and fired up. You know, anyway, we knocked the deer out in no time, and uh, we're we're both of us is just cutting away on it. You know, he's got the back, and I'm working the front, caping him out. He's like, I "Think we better get some bear spray out?" I'm like. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so how thick it was where y'all was like it was. We could probably I mean, see. You could see a little. We bit. were in alders, but it was kind of like we were in a little bottleneck of alders. So like it was a, open. So if a bear wanted to pop up, it could have. He could have popped up within ten yards before we actually seen oh, him. Shit. So I got the bear. The pucker spray out. factor was high, was <laughs> yeah. it not? Yeah, I got the bear spray out. I got the air horn out. You know, I'm, I've got it all sitting there on. We're gonna. <laughs> he gonna be deaf and blind. <laughs> Which I mean, the good thing about it is we had something for him to have. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You take away. off running. I mean, you he's gotta, not going to leave that. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's absolutely. He got a bloody carcass. Nobody wants leave. to lose their deer yeah. to a bear anyway. But I mean, better than your I, life, brother. As long as I could get away before he got to the deer, absolutely. I was fine. Absolutely. And Brad was saying the same thing. So anyway, we get him all cut up, uh, cut the hide down. You know, cut it off. We we uh, take my little uh, Havilon. I bought some saw blades for a Havilon. That's a bad sure. deer, by the way. I cut the ribs off because they're like, hey, if y'all bring some ribs back, we'll cook some ribs one night. We'll show y'all something. Did they cut show the you something? Off. Oh, yeah. Really? Fine. And they have deer tags. I don't tags. save deer ribs, but I mean, if, I if you did. can tell me they can do it, they you know. They have deer tags and caribou tags as well. Yeah. And there's small herds of caribou, nothing big. They're more like a, like a, woodland? Like a domestic reindeer. Yeah. That's what they call them. A domestic reindeer. That's so funny. they end up. Let's go kill uh, us a domestic reindeer. <laughs> one day, the, the second day, I think it was, they went and killed. One of them went and killed a caribou. So they had the caribou ribs, and then we brought back deer ribs, and they cooked them for us, and they were fine. Really? I've never had deer ribs. Did was, they tell you? Did they teach you how? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he just said he cooked them in tinfoil for like five hours, and then threw them on the grill. Hmm. He said, whatever seasoning you want to put on them. He said, it ain't he, like my it's buddy a Jason just got back. Well, he he was on the Kodiak trip last, uh, maybe year before last, and. He said that they cooked uh, deer ribs on the boat, on the same boat y'all was on. Mm-hmm. So I, and he just cooked them like yesterday. Some of the deer, he killed a deer in Texas, and he sent me a picture. He's like, man, I just cooked some deer ribs, and they were freaking killer. And he said, I learned it on the boat from Kodiak. So he they, cooked they them on a pressure them? cooked. They trimmed pressure cooker. I don't. Yeah, that may be help too, but I mean, he just trimmed them up good, 
put them in tinfoil, and cooked them for like five hours. On a grill? N- in an oven. Oh. They got a diesel oven on the boat. Hmm. And so he cooked and them in there. And then they put them on the grill after. And then after he threw them on the grill and kind of charred them. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. But geez. I well, I've always found that the tallow on a deer has a bad flavor. And around the ribs a lot, you'll find a lot of fat. Yeah. And, you know, I've well, tried no, to cook them before. All the, like, uh, they trimmed all that yeah, shit off. Yeah, the silver skin, like, stuff on the back yeah. side. They, they got all that trimmed off. I mean, they spent some prep. They take some prep work to them. Yeah. Which any rib, you got to do some prep yeah. work. But. Except the pork ribs that I buy, yeah. you know, 30 <laughs> seconds, and I'm them dudes ready to go on the smoker. But you didn't <laughs> shoot that pig. Well, no, I did not shoot that pig. And that, and it, you're absolutely right. I did not. But we will shoot one and eat his ribs. I yeah, don't have right. a problem with that. <laughs> no I love pigs, but, by the way. Yeah. But um, so that was day three. Okay. So we had a kill in the bag, you know. And uh, Starting so, to feel but pretty high, right? In the meantime of all that happening, Mark shoots the buck, and they're giving him time. So me and Brad, I mean, he shoots at like 340, you know, somewhere, 335, 340. We find the deer. We've got him cut up, packed, and we're we're like nine-tenths of a mile from the beach, which it ain't like walking down the road to the beach. I mean, sure. it's, it's, a, it's a walk. Sure. We're back at the beach at 453. You know, I mean, we got we made great time, ready to be picked up. We'll figure out, find out Steve and Mark's trailing a deer. I'm like, well, I'm going to spend the deer. I seen them shoot. You know, I thought they shot earlier. Going to find out it wasn't. It was a different deer. But they're in their blood trailing. It's getting dark on them. They mark the last spot of blood. They're like, we'll come back tomorrow. It's getting dark. Bears. Sure. They start walking. They walk like 50 yards and walk across the blood trail. Mm-hmm. A massive blood trail. Well, they've done come over where Brad shot the deer, and they I'd come say, across Brad across your blood trail. They come across Brad. Uh, no Brad's shit. Say so I was that. Yeah, I was kind of that close. Well, they were a good ways. They done blood trail that deer. Yeah, probably yeah. eight hundred yards. Oh wow! And so they blood follow the blood trail, and it runs out. So they go back the other way and find a carcass, and they're like, "Well, you know, this, this wasn't is our obviously deer. not our deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone done stole my deer." <laughs> so they didn't make it out. To, it was, I mean, it was dark. You yeah, know, by the time they, I bet the out. boat was about to pass out, wasn't it? Yeah, they were. I mean, they had the big lights on the front of the boat pointed, you know, shining, and we're all. I mean, we're all up front in the boat, just kind of so staring they, out yeah, the window waiting. Wait. So like they, they I mean, basically got to wait get on back you. to the beach, and then you'll radio them, say, "Hey, I'm ready to." Yeah, yeah. you radio them, tell them, "Hey, I'm here." So obviously they knew that they'd shot the deer. Yeah, they, and they knew they were on a blood trail. Told them what was going on. Yeah, and so they just so they knew. We'll sit right here, you know. They went and picked Nathan and Jared up, and then they come picked us up. We had a deer, you know. We got it all on the boat, and then sure, everybody's just kind of sitting on pins and hurry and wait, you know, on them. We're all up in front of the boat talking, like, "What, what's going on?" You know, I think I seen him shoot the deer, and we're looking for headlights, and finally you catch a glimmer of a headlight, and it's like, "Here they come," you know. And then you're seeing them coming, and anyway, they got back on the boat, told us the story of what happened, and um. But the wind changed that night. The whole game plan was let's go back in there in the morning and try to find this deer. Now, well, the wind, that would have me. The wind changed. And they want to move. They got to move. So we're out. We relocate. So And, and they have to for safety reasons. For safety, probably. yeah. So you're Cause cause they, so don't put, they don't want to put you out. Yeah. And I mean, the wind change in the day, they know it. And they coming, can't come and get they you. they can't get you out or. It's just you know you yeah, don't want to be. Well, there. I mean, if you've watched Alaskan, you know if you've yeah, lost, you know watched the uh, like yeah that, people I mean, seasick in there. And what's everything the show? Else. Uh, the the crap show? Deadliest Catch. If you, I mean, my God, if it's anywhere half yeah. of that, I'd rather you just move me. And, yeah. One know? day, the day that it was negative fifteen degree windshield, I was sitting there looking at the boat and binoculars, and I mean, 
it was ripples on the water but you could look outside of that kind of cove that we were parked in yeah and everything's white capping you know, it's probably not a three you foot wouldn't white want to cap. be out there on the zodiac trying yeah, to get it's not a three on. foot white cap i'm sure it's probably a 15 foot white cap yeah, i don't know how big it was I mean, yeah, I mean, you're just thinking big. about the the you would, when you're talking about scale. You wouldn't want to you know? really be riding that 65 foot boat through it. Much less the yeah, much less the 15 foot Cody yeah. Zodiac. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, they they have to make decisions. Yeah, they like got to make decisions I mean, that are tough sometimes for your safety. You, I mean, I wouldn't. Mark said, like he said, he said, I'm not gonna argue with them. They're looking yeah. out for my safety. Who? I mean, I just had to shoot another deer. You know. Yeah. yeah. So did you? I mean, he shot that deer. Is that basically that tag's burnt? No, no. I mean, he didn't tag the deer. Yeah, and that kind of comes back to uh, ethical thing. Yeah, with, so yeah weird within yourself. For me, yeah. that's a burnt tag because I did shoot and I probably killed him. It is, and I mean, some of the uh, I listen to a lot of pod, like Western podcasts on guys shooting elk and all that yeah. stuff, and in the same thing, like some some people, it's, it's an ethical thing. It's yeah. it's, a, it's your yeah. judgment. Some well, people, I guess the question is, if you, you, if you know? goof a shot and gut shoot an elk deer, and you if pretty I sure you him, killed him. I, I, I burned that tag. Yeah. If I shoot him square in the shoulder and I know I got three inches of penetration that's and he didn't different. die, well, the that's good, a whole different story. The good story. thing about hunting here is kind of like that deer I showed you earlier I shot a couple weeks ago. He's back on camera. He's back on camera. I know that's I didn't right. kill him. You that's know. Right. So right. I got my third But again, target. you know, like I said, you know, it's the difference. You know, gut shooting a deer or an elk or anything, for me, ethically, then that's my animal. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's, I, was, the, I was kind of questioning, you know, I mean, they know all the rules. Sure. And what's, you know, it's, and it is. It's an ethics thing. You yeah. Know? And a lot what, of people are going to go, oh, I shot him. I couldn't find him. I move on to the next one and yeah, try exactly. to kill another and one. And see, but, the thing about it is, too, it's like, like Wayne said, you can kill three deer on Kodiak. So if if you – Even you if know, you said that's I, a burnt feel, tag, you I got two more. Like, yeah, I feel like if you, if you would have gut shot a deer where you know it's probably going to die and you just couldn't find it, just go ahead and tag it and just – Get another yep. tag. Just take your other tag. You can just kill two more. Tag. Go yeah. and enjoy you your can hunt. Still, you can still yeah. legally. I mean, it, it, not even legally, because I mean, it's it's ethically, I guess you would say. It is. But at least you got peace of mind. Hey, look, I I, I, I shot him. Yeah. I made a bad shot. I didn't yeah. find him, but that's my deer. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm and that's go just, ahead that's the way I look and at it. I'll him, pay for you know? another one. And I'll you buy know? another. That's yep, what you want another to do. tag. I mean, that's right. I think that's the right thing. I do. I think from an ethics standpoint, that's the right thing. You know, if you shoot him again, like I said, if if you shoot him, you know, I'm looking at your elk right here. And I shoot that dude in that mammoth front shoulder. I get three inches of penetration. And I know I did not kill that elk. That's exactly well, that's a whole different thing. You know, I didn't kill that animal. Yeah. You know, I made a shot. I didn't kill him. So but if I trail him. I try to find blood. You know, I, I trail him for a day. I can't find the elk. I know I didn't kill him. I move on to the next elk. Mm-hmm. I gut shoot that elk. Yeah, you sink one in the, in the back ribs mm-hmm. to fletchings. And you find gut matter, and you find you know that's it, right. My arrow's uh, covered in the guts, you know, and it's, it's slimy and it smells bad. And I know I gut shot him. I, that's my elk. If yeah. I don't find him, it's my fault. You know, I yeah. should have executed a better shot. Difference. Yeah, you know, yeah. for me, uh, the ethics it's of totally it for me on you. You know, it it's is. your decision. It is. It is. Yep. But if you're not making, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but if if you're gut shooting one and you're saying, oh well, fuck him, I'll just move on to the next one. I got an issue with you. Yeah. The ethics side of that yeah, is I think just wrong. It, I think it comes down to just, I mean, you just got to do the right yeah. thing. You got to do the right you thing by the animal by, by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Be respectful. Respect the animal that you're hunting. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But he did make a bad shot. And it's, it's. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Look, but this now is bow hunting. Shooting, this is bow hunting. Shooting a recurve. He's shooting like 650 grain arrows. And I mean, he drove deep in that He smoked. Deer. Yeah. I mean, they had a good blood trail. Sure. The deer turned he was quartering to him i think he was 30 i think he said he's 30 something 35 40 yards somewhere in that area pretty good shot with a traditional 
that's a long way. But now he's been shooting it. I think he said he's been shooting. Re- oh. Yeah, those guys. You know, for like thirty yeah, years. Those guys. He's never done. He's never forty fooled. yards is a long he's way with any kind of traditional gear. He's never fooled with a compound, but yeah, ever. This is all he's ever done is traditional. So I mean, he's confident with them. Um, so I, I want to say it was around thirty-five. Sorry. You know, something like yeah. that. He he made a uh, a shot. I mean, like he with was a trying, compound or with a no, that's with a recon. Recon. with a recon. Yeah, and he was he was I think he was quartering away. You know, and it just hit over. And he yeah. and I, but he said he drove deep in him. So, I mean, he felt sure. good about it. He got so good it penetration. So, it was probably a killing shot. Maybe, you know, guts and liver. Yeah. And then, you know, he needs eight or seven or eight hours exactly. and he's dead. Right. Because he had enough penetration to definitely get to liver. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I just made basically that same kind of shot, you know. Yeah. Hardcore in a way right in front of the, you know, right in front yeah. of the hip he all the way up. He just got over into the hind Yeah. Corner. But anyway, yeah, I mean, he, he felt, he said he felt good about it, you know. Um, yeah. So, they go, uh, we had to make the move. So, you know, they know they can't go so, far in the next When y'all move, like how far y'all Yeah, I was going to say, like it, just can hike he hike back. over there and, yeah. and try to – I mean, we're moving. It could be – 20 miles, 10 miles. 10 miles. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, like, a, that's and, a tough And hike. you don't want to hike two miles if you don't have to. Sure. You know, sure. Because some, some of the terrain you got to cross to get back to those areas, you know, you may be on sheer leg. That's what I was going to say, talking about the bear issue. Bear went from number one fear to like five. The bigger, the bigger, bigger concerns. When I got on some of that steep stuff climbing, and I'm like, "What are deer doing up here?" I realized real quick. Number one, uh, chance of me dying there would probably be falling off. You know, getting tripped up, slip, yeah, fall, slip and fall and on that ice and yeah. all that. Yeah, absolutely. And you roll down because you're not going to stop. That makes that makes sense. Though. You're not going to get mean, hurt. It's going to kill you. Makes sense. So I mean that you know, the priority set in once you get there and you start figuring things out. You know, hey, uh, I, don't, I ain't seen a bear yet, but this crap's steep. Mm-hmm. Got you. you. Know. Got you. So we anyway we make a move, new spot. Nobody's hunted it. We take off in there the next morning. That's the day. It's fifteen degree negative fifteen degree wind chill. Okay. Winds gusting, but it's co- I mean it's gusting hard enough. It's covering your crunch. Mm-hmm. You can actually make a move on a deer. We get up, we find a climb up and get kind of get tucked in a spot kind of out of the wind a little bit. And we're glassing. And I told Brad, I said, I'm going to climb up a little bit higher and see if I can get a better vantage point. So I go up there. I just take my bow and, you know, I'm gone for 20 minutes. I come back down. I sit back down right there over from him and we're glassing some more. And I just happen to turn and look and like 70 yards. There's a freaking giant standing in the alders right there. And I'm like, shoot. Well, I had actually got up and put my pack on. I'm like, we got to move. I'm cold. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying here. And I look, and there's you think this he giant just, like, standing there. On in oh, or he was he was coming down the mountain right there somewhere. And he turned and went in those alders. I throw my pack off, and I'm like big buck, Brad. And I just took off with my bow, you know. And I go down, come up. Bro, I can be it. I mean, I'm, and I'm I, just like, oh, I, I, God, I, tell I, me you yeah, killed this deer. Like, I haven't heard it. <laughs> Get to the freaking point. <laughs> I got a piss so freaking bad again. I'm thinking I'm taking a piss break. <laughs> <laughs> I climb up. On the ridge, I seen him on, you know, expecting to be right there. He's done two ridges over. Holy so crap! He's covered some ground. Was he like chasing a doe? He's just kind of just kind of. He's yeah. I never probably looking for deer. a deer. Probably looking for a doe. He makes it to some willows and stops, and he just kind of walked right out of sight. So I take on off across there, you know, and yeah. I'm covering as much ground as possible. How far have you gone so far? A hundred yards, probably. I don't know, probably further. Yeah. It, but the terrain's hard to terrible tell doing this. Yeah, yeah you're, you're going up and, up and down. down. The terrain's hard. Yeah, and, uh, you've probably traveled a half a mile because you're going up and down, up yeah, and down, up and down, really. up and down. And so I get over there, no deer in sight. You know, it's like, well, dang. You know, I kind of I'm looking around. I move around a little bit, trying to glass. I'm looking back at Brad. Brad said he, he 
he went right there and disappeared yeah. you know so i go back and get my pack we start making our way that way where he went you know thinking maybe we can catch up with him spot him i'm so disappointed him, you didn't shoot get him bedded i know that you i'm so disappointed right now i mean i'm like oh my god i thought you ah we're just on day four <laughs> you're killing me you're killing me the suspense we uh anyway so we we make that move we don't see anything we ended up my i walk up on a little fork horn okay he kind of jumps up and bounces back and i'm like knocking Fucking an arrow i'm it. like how far is it brad <laughs> he's like 35 you know and i'm fixing to just send it well a doe bust out right there where he come out of and when she takes off running he took off with her you know he, sure damn damn yeah. does the doe. I hate him. that's why i kill him freaking hate a doe. That's, <laughs> that's why i shoot that's why i shoot every doe i see that's right damn <laughs> they does. eat good and they freaking bust the situation out screwed every day. that completely up i mean <laughs> yeah. i was i literally just seen yeah, probably about to a, sell at one, least a pope and young deer and i'm finna shoot a little fork horn i mean i was just, I, I wanted to shoot one you know absolutely you know i wasn't being prejudiced towards any of them so anyway that didn't work so we eased on back a little bit further and you know we ended up and we found us a good spot tuck in it's already 12 o'clock you know yeah but i'm like you ready to eat a sandwich <laughs> i need to do something i get you and so we tuck in under a little hill kind of out of the wind sun shining right there you know so we sitting there eating a sandwich and i'm like let's get up and work down in this bottom and kind of work our way to spend the afternoon working back up through this thicker stuff kind of like what we did the day before you know when we walked up on brad's deer and let's work back toward the boat for the afternoon he's like yeah that'll work we drop off down in the bottom he spots a deer 800 it's like 800 yards 600 it was 680 something it's yards a buck. yeah well he just sees a deer on a ridge mm-hmm. we get the binoculars on him it's a buck he just breeds a doe gets off the doe and he walks over and he gets in these alders and he just stops well we take off go back up so we can get a better vantage point the doe's just standing there yep we finally get to a point we see him in there moving and all of a sudden we lose sight of him but we stayed stuck on him stuck you know blasting that area one of us was constantly looking the other one had to put the binoculars down and warm their hands up it was the cold yeah we're like he didn't come out of there so we take off we cover you know probably 200 yards or something we get back further so we get our eyes on him we finally we spot him bedded in there brad's like you got to get on behind that ridge and go down and come over on him well that's what the wind was doing was coming over that ridge and down on him and he's bedded wind's eating him at the back he's looking down the hill so that's perfect no that's it's perfect bad. for him but it's perfect yeah oh, so the wind's blowing down yeah wind's so, blowing so down. you can't make so you got to come in yeah. side hill or I'll, something right yeah. i thought the wind was so, blowing up yeah you got to yeah. come in from the side so i make a big loop i leave brad i take off and i come around i pop up on the ridge and i look at you know i'm looking 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 i throw my binoculars back and i'm looking at brad and He's like pointing, go further down. So I drop back off behind the ridge and I go down, I pop up. I go to look at Brad and there's along this ridge, it's just flat across the top and there's one hump on it. And I'm like, there's that freaking hump right there. So I drop back off and I go down, I pop back up by the hump. The deer's just back on the other side from the hump. Yeah, so you got to try to get down where so you can get I across. Went, so the wind's blowing downhill towards the deer. Yeah, yeah. I went past the deer. That's what you need to do. you yeah. got to go past him and, and try to come back across the so, yeah. yeah, and I'm going to come up and side hill in there. But yeah. we was looking at the alders, and it's like, that's the only way to get in position to shoot. Sure. Is to come over at that angle. you got to go past him and come back over. So I go past him, pop up, figure out where I'm at. I, I drop my pack forever, come up. I get up to the top. You know, I'm slow stepping. I'm crunching. It's loud, but the wind's just gusting. The wind's not gusting hard. How, how hard walking. is the wind blowing? Probably 20 miles an hour. No, it was blowing 40 that day. Holy actually, shit. he said. Actually, he said they had 53 knot gust, whatever that computes to. 
Wait, you finally ready for a beer? Yeah. Boy, it took you a while. God, we're going to have to work oh. on you. Your, beer, your, your beer drinking skills are not up to par yet. <laughs> but y'all. I'm about to need another table. I'm like, empties. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, I thought I was a pretty good drinker, but I mean, I've only got, I mean, I'm only like six in. <laughs> I'm just entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, you're good. Go ahead. I'm, I'm about to do, I'm about to try to find if I can find the uh, converting yeah. knot. I don't know what it was. That's just what he said. They had a 53 knot gust on the boat. It's got to be at least. I don't know. 30. I'm telling you. Like, I could put my hood on my head and it'd blow my hood back off. So, anyway, I worked knots down. to miles per hour. What did you say the knots were? 53. Hold on, let me see. Why are you figuring out I'm going to piss? 60? That's 60 miles an hour. I think that's what it... 53 knots is 60.9913 miles an hour. So, 61, 61 mile miles an hour wind. Yeah. So, I mean, we were faced with some gust. Yeah. A knot I'm not is saying equal to, it hit us So, a knot we is equal to 1.15 miles an hour. So, it, that's 60 mile an hour winds. That's it, it literally would push you. Stupid. If you were yeah. just standing there straight. I mean, we can barely stay in a pine tree in a 20 degree, gu- in a 20 mile an hour gust. Yeah. You know, you ever stood in a pine tree when it's blowing 20 and you feel like you're about I, to fall out because it's moving so I've bad? I've rocked away plenty of times. Bro, you hear them creaking, pop. Yeah. When you hear a pine yeah. tree pop and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to fall out. When limbs start popping. Well, actually, I'm a timber guy. You get what you call a timber break. The the pine tree sways so hard that it actually fractures the timber. Little pop, those little pops that you hear. Yeah. Or actually the, 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 the actual pine tree itself as it leans over. So all your grains running straight up and down. And when it leans hard enough, it'll like fracture in a bone pop. Call a timber break. Long. Anyway, it's a real thing. And we were talking about, so a 60, a 53 knot wind is 60.99 miles an hour. Yeah, that's like so they had, sixty-one. That's, like, that's, that's as fast that's as like, that's like driving down the highway. That's hurricane force. Winds that's what the uh, I mean. That's uh, what tropical the, storm that's what for they sure. on the boat, you know. That's tropical storm for sure. Sixty point nine nine, sixty we, mile an hour wind. Sixty, but that's what the boat yeah. recorded that day. Sure. Well, you're up on the hill. It could have been even faster. Yeah. You're up on the mountain. They're down on the. They're so, down on the. So anyway, so, so, you, so you slipping in on his deer? Yeah. So I'm up on top of the ridge and I'm looking down and I'm like, that's where he was. You know, sure. I mean, I know that's where he was, and I get my binoculars up, and I'm just scanning, scanning, scanning. So you just trying to look through like yeah. alders and stuff. I find his horn, or his, you know, his like his right side shining in the sunlight, and I'm like, there he is. How how far is he? Put my binoculars up, pull my range finder out. I hit him. You know, I'm still at range and range. It's it's a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, like so I got a clear shot on him. Best I could tell, you is 13 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even been ranging. Well, I mean, I couldn't really tell looking through. Yeah. The Brother, if that's not top pin, there is no such thing as top pin. So I take a couple more steps as the wind allows to get up and over. Holy oh my God. Shit. I was thinking like 40, 50, I'm, 60 That's what yards. I'm thinking. He's 50, 55 I, yards, I you know. no shot. 13. I pull my Can you actually out. see like the uh, like like the vitals He's and everything? He's laying with his backbone. Is like That's all I've got is backbone. So now you're, now you're waiting. Right for something yeah, to happen. I'm just waiting. Yep. So I'm like the only in a thing, 60 degree. I kept looking through my binos and I'm looking, looking, yeah, and I'm like the intense. only clear <laughs> shot I had was his pelvic, and I'm like I'm not shooting. I'm not there. shooting him in the ass. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I possibly could break him down and get another air in him. I'm like, but I'm not doing that. 
That's not me. We were talking about last, you heard in the last episode, the first episode, we were talking about that urge yeah. to just, just get an arrow oh, yeah. in it, you know, you. and what it takes this to be a, strong enough to I'm say, finally, I'm going to wait for that shot. I'm finally in bow range of a deer. Finally. Yeah, absolutely. This day four, yeah. I'm freezing. It's yep. a new species. Yeah. The pressure's all there. I'm, I mean, I every, everything is harder. urging you to just get an arrow in. Oh, you. all I want to do is shoot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if you'd have handed me a shotgun right there with a buckshot in it, I would have just shot. Just shooting from the hip. Well, yeah. we're, yeah, well we're breaking down with some buckshot, and we know he ain't going to run. <laughs> but, I mean, it, yeah, the, like you said, I mean, the urge was there. That's all yeah. I wanted to do was just stick and an it, arrow it in. it takes such discipline and to I wait my, for a good shot. What, uh-huh. Yeah. Discipline sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, I'm. It's freezing. I've got my release hooked on, and I'm just. Yeah, you're ready just to waiting draw. for him to move. Right? I'm like, I don't know when he's gonna stand. Can't it may be an hour. It's not yeah, like I, you can toss. I just a rock. thought the same thing. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you can't. Got, you got nothing. What are you gonna, what are you gonna throw? <laughs> you gonna nothing. throw a stick at him? Yeah, I mean, get I a snowball. Snowball. Make a snowball. Freaking it's too cold to make a snowball. Hit him in the back of the head. I mean, but I mean, I'm just like, okay, I can't take it anymore. I got to put my hand in my pocket and warm sure, it up. Sure, absolutely. I can't feel my finger. Yeah. You know, so I'm putting my hand in my pocket and I'm trying to warm it up and my left hand's just burning down because... Numb. I'm, I'm going to keep my trigger finger hot. <laughs> yeah. You know, anyway, finally, all of a sudden, he throws his head up there. Nose. And he does it Little again. Little drift of wind. He does it again. He throws his head around. He's looking, he's looking towards me, throwing his nose up, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, release is hooked on. I'm ready. I'm like... Just, just stand up and look. Because yep. I, I was pretty sure if he'd stand up, I had a shot. Yeah. You know, I'm like, just stand up. He don't. He just, after he got a good whiff, he just jumps up out of the bed and bounces down the hill. So he basically jumped out of the bed to like 40, 50 yards? Well, he kind of, well, no, he only went like 20. But I didn't have a shot. He just stayed behind some thick stuff. And he turned like he was going to come up the hill and bust out in the opening. And... He he goes to walk out like he's right there on the edge of the opening. I'm I'm finna draw back. He just turned, started down the hill. I drew back, found a hole, sent one. What did it do? Like 13, 14 yards right there where he was originally bedded. It hit a limb and just dedicated that one to Kodiak. It's still there somewhere. (laughs) Dude, I am freaking so gutted right now. I don't know if you can see the expression hey, on my face, but I am that, absolutely damn near. I'm gutted. Like, my mule deer hunting was yeah, more I, tree stand. I kind of, I kind of, yeah. The difference, the, 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 the thing between me and Cliff, dude, is, I am gutted. Is right like now. I kind of notice, I, I know the situation how it, how it played out somewhat. I don't know anything. Like, I don't know the story of. It. I don't know anything. I don't know the story, but I know the outcome. I just know that I am gutted right now, man. <laughs> I mean, this, this right, trip I ain't, I ain't was like shit. there was some lows. On this That's trip. a low. It, I'm finally day four. I'm finally close to my first deer. It's not even a big deer. I mean, he was a little bit bigger than the fork corn I tried to shoot earlier that jumped yeah. up out the but bed. He's but a, he's a legal deer. He's, and he's legal. You're freaking five thousand miles and, away. I mean, if I get air in him, I'm happy. Absolutely. So anyway, uh-huh. he takes off down the hill. I'm walking around there, kind of looking from area, you know, just kind of like down in the dumps of how that played out because I just knew he was just going to stand up in his was bed. Brad, like, yeah. at, at this point, like, could Brad, like, actually... Brad was watching the deer So the he could, like, glass you. He saw the deer go down the hill. He could see me. He said he thought I was standing on top of the deer. 
you know, I look like I'm well, like, yeah, like so, 13 yards. Yeah, I because, guess you were standing because on top it, of like, the if you, if you, I, I watch a lot of like mule deer hunts and high country mule deer hunts. And yeah. it looks like when you watch these guys and it, and it, it looks like they 20 yards on top of them. Yeah. 25 And they're yards. actually 50. And then when he, when he actually shoot or whatever it is and they go or miss or whatever, deer blows out and they come back and they get on the camera and, oh, well, I was 55 yards, 57 yards from the deer. I'm That's like, right. shit, it looked like he was like, on top could, of could touch him. You yeah. know, so I would about imagine if he was 13 yards and yeah. like, and Brad's watching this, he's like, shit, yeah. Wayne, just go ahead and grab his horns. Yeah, really. I mean, he sees the deer get up and go down the hill and I don't know, he didn't know if I shot, you know, what happened. So he comes around, and like I'm walking down looking for the arrow, and I walk back up to the top. And here he comes, coming down the ridge, and I'm like, he was right there, you know. And I did this. He's like, screw that deer. I'm like, what? He said, there's a big one right down here, feeding. So we take off. No, I'm not. He's so, like, so this deer so never we, even knew what even went down. No, that neither one of them. That the deer that I just got up out of the bed, he smelt something he didn't know what it was and got up. But Brad watched him walk down the hill. He didn't run off. He just didn't like the situation. He, yeah. probably, I think he kind of maybe heard me crunching a little bit. But he still hundred percent didn't really something. know what. No, he didn't really know what on. happened. But Brad's like, "There's a bigger one down here." So we take off down the ridge. He's like, "He's right in here, right in here." We kept moving. We seen a couple of does. We get down there. All of a sudden, I turn around to look at Brad. The deer's like 70 yards behind us. He's done come up on the ridge with us. He's looking at us. Runs on over the ridge. He didn't really know what we was, but he's with a doe. He's on a doe. We're standing there talking. We spot another buck across the river right there. So I take off after him. So when you say like rivers, there's like little like rivers cutting through the island and stuff that y'all yeah, like. This yeah, this is feeding off a lake out to the bay. Okay. This is a, a very well-known salmon stream on the island. All right. Um, it's like something you don't wade across. I mean, it'll take your feet out from under you. You know, it's that tough. But there's a buck right on the other side, so I've seen how close I get. I got like 92 yards or something, you know. I You're thinking about sending one, aren't you? Well, kind of. I would have been thinking about sending one. I <laughs> can want, make that I'm shot. Wanting, I practice at I'm, those ranges. I'm wanting to send something, I can tell you. I'm getting antsy. Brad goes back trying to find the big deer where he went over. Anyway, we get caught back up with each other, and we work our way back out. You know, we're running out of time, so we're working our way back out. Find a deer bedded at like 100 yards across the river. Show him the decoy. He gets up and walks towards us a little ways, turns around walks off. So we end up, we work our way back out. We get picked up. You know, that day's over. We're like, we found them. You know, we know where to yeah, go now. it's not now. like y'all in. We're not wasting time in the morning. We're going all the way be, back. Please don't let the wind change. Wind changed. Oh, oh my. my. You got to be flipping. We never, no, I don't know never this story. Went back to that spot. I don't know this story. So I almost want to camp now. You got to be kidding me. No, the wind changed, so we had to move. And but, I'm sure you moved 150 miles. So. Yeah, I mean, we went, I don't know, 15 miles. We went back to the same God. place as it was the day before where he shot the deer and couldn't find him, which was good for him, you know. Get him an opportunity yeah. to look for his deer. Exactly. Brown bears so, may be on it by this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, something's going to eat it by now. But, I mean, me and Brad's kind of disappointed to ourselves. It's like, we you have found, found some, some deer. deer. Yeah. We just run out of time. Yeah, I can see how and it, the that way can that ridge, get a little frustrating. The way that know, ridge I could be like, dude, I don't give a shit what it takes to put me back in there. I will find my, I, <laughs> so I don't I'll care. Well, I'll camp out on a crab is, Okay, we got yeah. two more days. We'll go back up here tomorrow. We know that area. We know there's deer there. It's not the skittish area. Sure. So he'll have a chance to try to find his deer. And 
you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So we make the move. We get back up there. Um, we hunt the next day. I, I think we had crab legs again that night. <laughs> <laughs> I can see me going out there and gaining 15 we, pounds, yeah, dude. It's not like y'all got a damn casino on the boat or something over here. We had, crab we had crab legs. All you need. We had crab legs three nights. All I need is some girl driven giving me whiskey and jet, whiskey and coke. And just, <laughs> just so you can hear the casino sounds. Yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I got one of those. No, it's not. Hold on, hold on. I got to find it. That's not it. That's not. Oh, come on! You just keep pressing, bro. Right? Oh, I know I had it. I, I could have. <laughs> shit, I, I had a like a money thing on this, here this somewhere. This one right here. No, that's after the stalk. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. It's probably not. So there's one on here that's like a, a cash register. I didn't know if I still had it. Cause that was <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning we make the. You know we made the move. We get out and. They get out and go where we were the day before, where Brad had killed. Sure. Or the two days prior. Um, so they could go in and get back on that blood. So me and Brad kind of hit the area that they go yeah, in. Yeah, and I mean, it hadn't snowed since then, so the no, blood's still no, there, we're, right? Yeah, we're so good. They have an opportunity to look for it. That day, the cloud cover hung over. Every You could see three mountains right there around where we was. And the tops of all them mountains that was in sunshine. Mm-hmm. We were in the shade the entire day. Really? And we about froze. And yeah, I bet so. But we get off the boat, off the Zodiac, on the bank there, and Jared and Nathan ride with us because they're going to work around this side of the mountain. We're going to work back. You know, sure. they're kind of going to work the bay side. Steve and Mark's going to look for the deer. We get off the boat, and I look up, and I'm like, there's a deer up there. I mean, he's 500 yards, you know, up the mountain. I throw my binoculars. So you still on the beach it's at this point? Giant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, you basically glassing from as yeah, soon as y'all get on the beach, we're sea you start level looking up. Yeah. And I mean, we were just kind of. I don't think I had my gators on yet. You know, just a few things getting together, getting released You're on. You're not ready. We're getting released on. By the way, I had my release on the entire time. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sleep with my fucker. I, I wore my release more than I wore Dude, my watch. I take watch. mine to bed with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I, I can up. promise you this: that I have not since I've been hunting, since I've been back. Every day after that day, my release, <laughs> I literally take it out of my pocket. The moment I get, like I get dressed at the truck, my release goes in my pocket. I A little show God. note: go back to episode two, and you'll figure that one out. <laughs> Cliff's an idiot. That's the title. Cliff's a, Cliff, it worked out, but Cliff's an idiot. Uh, anyway, I look up there and I'm like, "There's a buck," you know. I can tell there's something on the deer's yeah. head because he's skylining. I throw the binoculars up. I'm like, it's a stag. It's a giant stag. I mean, he's got like junk sticking up everywhere. Man, that's like a well, nature right book there too. I, yeah, I he's said, got, I said he was he's, 500 he's yards. Basically, he's 300 something. And he's gun hunting from the get go. He's gun hunting, but he uh he had well he ain't got a 6.5 Creedmoor. He mean shoot that he, thing a mile away. Yeah, right? he he's got a 300 wind mag. That ought to do it. And I hadn't killed a deer. I'm the only one standing there hadn't killed a deer. Jerry's yeah. like, you want to shoot him with the rifle? I'm like, I'll shoot that stag with a rifle. Well, he runs over the top. <laughs> That's what you get for rifle hunting. <laughs> That's what you get. Look, we start climbing up. Working That's what way you up. get. Because you got a pretty good climb every morning. Sure. I'll say you get gonna, up to you're where you're going to hunt. You're going to go 60 to 80 feet to get up to get going. Yeah. Maybe not that much in places. But anyway, you got a good little climb. It gets you, get your blood pumping. So by the time we get up to that point... I look up. He's standing there again looking down. I'm like, give me, give me that gun. <laughs> and anyway, he takes off and goes back over the top. 
So he was skittish. Well, Brad's like, I said, I'm going to the top. He comes back over that ridge. I'm going to be up there. Yeah. And uh, Brad's like, well, I'm going to loop around low and see if I can keep eyes on him. And I can keep eyes on you the entire time. And uh, so me and Jared and Nathan all go up because they're going to work around the side of the mountain anyway. So we but, get up. But could Brad keep in touch with you at this point? No, I'm not hand really, signals. I mean, hand yeah. signals, yeah. It's yeah. not Just like, I mean. Put them 12 by 50s to work, right? Yeah. So I go up and I'm climbing and I get to a point where uh, Jared and Nathan, they're, they're kind of to the point they want to start working off. Well, I went on up and went over. Well, of course, at that time, well, I've seen this. We've seen a huge one-sided buck, you know, just huge body deer. He's broke off on one side going up. He runs over the top right there. And when I say the top, it's just like a ridge off the side of the mountain. It's not the full mountain. So, anyway, I get up, and I'm trying to go over the top of this ridge to look over because I'm thinking that buck, he's done twice, come back and looked. He's going to be there. I get up there, there's not a deer in sight. I mean, they just vanished. That's because you had a rifle. Oh, I didn't. Oh. I went up with the buck. But he was thinking about it. That's what you get for thinking about it. Well, <laughs> if you'd have been there on day five and seen what I saw, I'd have, slung a, I'd have slung a bullet at him too. I'm, I'm fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I, I like fucking with Wade. Hey, uh, all I, I think was he takes it in good spirit. He does. Know. I couldn't. I can't blame you. I, I, I wouldn't be sitting there smiling if I had that stag right now with a rifle. <laughs> I wouldn't care. You I hear me, you. You call me a gun snob. I don't uh, care. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I can't blame you. I, could, I wouldn't blame so, for a, a trip like that. You know, yeah. when you get down to the, to the crunch, you know, I, I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't so, personally lower myself to those standards, <laughs> but but I can't blame you for doing it. You know, so. Anyway, I, I kind of work across. I come back. Uh, 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 Jared and them still kind of hanging out, seeing what's going on. Sure. And um, I told him, I said, look, I'm going to go up higher and come across. So higher, when you say higher, how high are we? How I'm, high is I'm, higher? I'm going another two to 300 feet higher. Okay. You know, there's like another ridge, like just like little a ridge little top you can come up, over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I worked around this one side and it got pretty steep. And I'm like, well, this is... Let me go back. It don't look as bad if I go up higher, which is still just as bad. I mean, it's just steep. Just didn't look as bad until you got in there, right? Exactly. Um, so I go back and I tell Jared and them. So they start working around the side of the mountain, away, and I kind of drop over the top there, and um, I don't see anything. And I'm kind of working my way, just looking, stopping, glassing, you know, just trying to put my eyes on something. While I look down in the bottom, there's a giant. Looks like I mean, a six point. You got which is just, a big, you got to realize we're talking about a Sitka blacktail. Yeah, that's a big deer. That's a big deer. His beams come around and almost touched. Oh, oh yeah, he probably got huge eighteen deer. inch. You talking about like just a, like a six like a three by three six point? He, he had big forks and brow thighs. Yeah, that, yeah, which that is a big, that's a big Sitka blacktail. Big deer. Yeah, yeah, he was huge. So I just sat down on my butt and I'm I'm just kind of sliding coming down the side of the hill. I'm like I got to cover some ground. You know, yeah. I was kind of like in a little ravine, so I would I was kind of hid. I was looking at them. If they seen me coming, all they saw was my head. Sure. So I'm sliding down, sliding down, just kind of working my way down the side of the mountain, just steadily dropping elevation because they're in the bottom. Yep. So how high are you above them right Oh, uh, I don't know. I was probably... 150 feet, 200 feet? No, I mean, I was, feet? I was five, 600 feet. Five, 600 feet above Were you wearing yeah. that little... So you got a lot of elevation to drop. Yeah. What Were you wearing that little decoy hat? No. No, like I said, when I was coming down, I didn't have nothing. You but, think, yeah, but you think, you think if you'd have had something like that, it, it would have helped? I'm just, it, I, I'm it, asking it, questions. In scenarios. I'm asking questions yes. just because I know I'm going to be going on this hunt in the next few, hopefully y'all. Yeah, yeah next me year on you're going yeah. on this next year, right? Well, and, supposedly, possibly getting it pushed back and 
for another it, it just depends but yeah. well if you're if you're it, on this you're, next year me and him are going to yeah, be in I'm illinois just, so yeah i'm just curious it, to see how, how good the the it, hat works yes you know? there's definitely it's i could have seen where using one especially crunching when you top the heel or the oh, thing that goes on your bow yeah like you hear like or how about like, the, yeah. the, the 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 one that goes on your bow yeah yeah that gives well, you a I full silhouette. Thing about the hat was like when you top where you can see. Yeah, all you see is something that they so, can see. So they yeah. would see that. I can see yeah, that. That definitely would help. Yeah. So if they Jared, hear you, Jared they got hear a you shot crunching. on one with a bow. He said the only reason he did is because just because of the hat. hat. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I mean, if you crunch it over a hill, they hear crunching. Typical deer's, you know, walking, and all of a sudden yeah. you see ears, and then you see and ears, and you're like, oh, okay, what's a deer? Yeah. Exactly. And so you know, it's. I'm I'm dropping elevation, sure. Coming down, well, I spot Brad. Me and him's about on the same level at this time, and he's looking at the deer, and he's following a doe coming across the bottom. Well, there's another buck, small buck with him, and Brad watched him go around, and they went in these thick willows. Well, he said, I don't know if he bedded up, you know, go over, see if you can try to ease in there, and it's crunching, it's just solid ice. This is like a marshy bottom, and it's just frozen solid. Yeah. So I, I work my way around in there. Well, he just kind of sits down glassing, and the deer pops out following that same doe. They never bedded down. They just made a loop in there. Pops out. He thinks he's fixing to get a shot. You know, the deer makes, I think he said he's around 90 yards or something. He makes it from him. And then I ended up seeing him working back out of there. And a little fork corn come up, and he misjudged it. <clears throat> he actually sent one at him. Brad did? Yeah, shot over him. And, um. He was just sitting there, you know, no decoy, just in, kind of in the wide open. Um, so I get back to him, you know, and we work our way around, and I'm pretty much we didn't have any luck the rest of the day get close to deer. Now, I told him, I said, I slipped and fell on this ice walking. Brad was behind me. He kind of laughed a little bit after he realized I was fine. Mm-hmm. But my feet went out, you know, so fast. I landed on my left hip. When we got back to the boat that night, Brad was like, yeah, Wayne fell down. I was like, let me tell you, I hit so hard if I'd have been 34, it would have broke my hip because I was the, I was the youngest one on the boat. <laughs> that shit. So in other words, I would have broke my. Hip. Yeah. So in other words, my fifty year old ass don't have a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I'm going to the chiropractor. No. Uh, I was 33. Uh, Jared's like 41. Nathan's 44. Brad's 47. I think Steve's 49, and Mark was like 52. Yeah, you're the you know. little baby on that. Yeah. Freaking chap. Yeah. <laughs> Still got milk on his on his lips. Look at him. So, <laughs> anyway, you know, we were joking around. I, I tried. I, we spotted a buck that afternoon. I tried to make a. I made a big climb on, trying to cut him off, and you know, I, closest I got to him was 106 yards. Send one, right? <laughs> I wanted to. Golly. <laughs> The That's right why you didn't. practice at well, 106 yards. Yeah, but I don't practice shooting 106 yards at 200 feet in elevation yeah. difference. Well, in a 60-mile-an-hour yeah, gale. Yeah. With hurricane right? force. Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. deer's straight up from me. Yeah. And uh, so Anyway, we come out, and then, I mean, we're going on day six. This is the last day. Okay. We get moved back because of the wind and to see, the skittish so, area. So as of now, I'll chime in a little bit because I'm like, I'm sitting at home. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like he's supposed to be sending me in reads, because at least I know Wayne. Wayne should be sending me this. Jared's like Jared ain't got he got to borrow in reach all that shit like this. He ain't gonna send shit. So I was expecting Wayne to send me, and he, you'd send me one like once every probably every other day. Yeah, 
So, he, so, he, so you're he, the shitty friend who never updated well, me on what was I, going I think on. I said, uh, no, 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 no. Well, you can't. No, nope, you cannot. No, anyway, don't, so, don't so even try. He did. Get, he got minor updates because so, so I didn't want to share. Well, I'm gonna tell you. He did share me. He shared us. Let me let me back up a little bit. I told because. I told you, and I feel bad for this, but I told Jared before, like, they went on the trip, I said, hey, look, if you kill me with a freaking gun, just don't even send me a message. I don't even want to hear about it. Yeah, you I don't know? want to hear about and that look, shit, because I'm a snob. I was being kind of like, I was being a little... Sarcastic Yeah, but shithead. I was kind of a little serious about it, too, you know? And I, but I didn't think he took me for real. So, You're a really shitty friend. I am. So, 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 like, look, it's like three or four days in a trip. And I'm like, shit, man, he ain't send me shit. So like, maybe he really took me. <laughs> so I was like, I was just kind of kidding a little bit. So Wayne, Wayne, sends, Wayne sends me a couple of messages. And he's like, he would, you, you like, you would up, update me like every. Uh, well, I mean, two or three. Generally, whenever he, well, you would update him, he would shoot me a message yeah. and say, "Hey, I heard from Wayne. He's." And that was, a, you know, that was about all I got from them. Yeah. And then whenever I didn't, I didn't Sarah, that much. I mean, Brad's wife, uh, Sarah, messes me like I guess a couple of days, and I didn't even know it because you hadn't sent me anything at that point. But she had, uh, she messaged me like one morning. I was fixing to come in my shop, and she messaged me. She's like, oh, I just uh, I heard from Brad last night. I don't know if you heard. He killed a Pope and Young Buck, uh, this and that. They got some bad weather. That's all I heard. You yeah. know, it's just like real short. You well, know? I think the first time I messaged you was after that. Because you was like, yeah, I heard Brad whack one. Yep, because when, when yeah, when you sent me the message, she had already sent me the message, a message about Brad killing a deer. And I think, I don't know, I think you had sent me one maybe one time maybe before that about maybe like Nathan killing one with the gun. But that was that was about all I heard from you. Yeah. I, it was spotty. I did, yeah, I didn't message much at all. I kept my hands in my pockets most yeah. of the time trying to warm them up. And I, I, I know I how it, it is, man. And look, and when you go in those trips like that, everybody wants to like – uh, you know, everybody wants everybody updates, but wants it's hard. A, it is. It's hard. And look, because I'm that person too. When I'm not there, I'm like Wayne. What the fuck? You yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, Why aren't like, you in reaching yeah, me like, every I five want, minutes? I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Stalk, I want to know. Have you stalked yet? I mean, play by yeah, play. Like, I want to yeah, know everything. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I'm that person. And then down the Zolio, you can't type with like 64 characters. Yeah, because you would send it, and like yeah. it would come through like three. Like, well, I, you better hope I don't do it because the messages I'm going to send you, you're going to be like, I can't read that out. When he would send it, it would come through like like I would send, I'd send my wife stuff and it would come in unorganized so she would yeah. have to figure like out it how would, yeah you gotta it. It. Yeah. It would, it would I still like, get text messages like that it would like cut that. a sentence off like it's it would, what happens when you have an iPhone and you send it oh, to you know it's, an, it's, it's just it's uh, I just mean you're kind of like still in 99 with that phone cliff I am and <laughs> stay in there too baby stay in there we're gonna get you an iPhone one hey, day I graduated in 99 stay in there <laughs> in 99 dude I graduated in 90 <laughs> Freaking! You got milk on your lip too, you fucker. <laughs> I was still killing here back then. <laughs> <laughs> right, All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> day six, last day, man. Last day. Six graduate. <laughs> God, make a fucker feel old, why don't you? Sixteen years. I was. <laughs> Before you were freaking even out of high school. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> I may have to edit that. That that I may have to. <laughs> Wayne was a little turkey pope by then. <laughs> oh, so, my day crap. six. Let's get back. Yeah, to let's track. go back to work. day six. We uh, 
we moved back to the skittish area where we was day one and two and everybody's kind of like man <laughs> really yeah back down nobody there. wants to go back there i mean you got a hundred mile an hour you got a hundred mile long freaking island take me somewhere else yeah and it was just kind of like I would honestly would have probably said something. I'd be well, like, Dude, I, mean, I don't they, want to go back. They're, it, they're not doing it for. I know, any but other I mean, it's, um, the miles, the, the island's a hundred miles. Well, there's I mean, got to be the cove. Well, we're in a in a bay. You know, it's a tight channel to work your way into the bay. Yeah, and so I get it. I mean, it. you're I just kind of working the bay most. I'm not saying I would have been happy about it, but I get it. Yeah, but um, well, you got crab legs every night to come yeah. back. You can't really argue, I guess. Huh? It was good. I mean, was there anybody to crack them for you? I mean, did you have some no, little freaking? We had to do it ourselves. What the crap? Yeah, I had to use a fork. Subpar, <laughs> subpar accommodations. <laughs> it was a DIY crab. I would have wanted it. I, I mean, I, I, I was kind of hoping they were a DIY crab cracking. <laughs> kind of hoping they were already sliced in half. Yeah, they, a little butter had, already on them. Oh, they had the melted butter sitting there ready for us to get Garlic oh, butter. Dude, the shit. butter makes it makes a crab. Oh leg. my gosh, butter does make a crab. Let me get back to deer hunting. My yeah. mouth's water. Yeah. Um. So day six, we make the move back down there. No, he hadn't taken two sips out of the one you gave him an hour ago. (laughs) If we get back down to there, we get out, you know, that morning. And so Jared and Nathan is just like, we're just going to hunt with y'all. We shoot one with rifle far off. You want to shoot him? You use a rifle. You know, they both killed. There's other guys. There's other guys. So you're the only one who hasn't who hasn't got a tag. Well, uh, me and one of the guys from California. Are the only ones who because hadn't tagged yet. The day that we, well, I forgot. At least killed one. Day five, we go back when I slip and fall and yeah. I'm climbing. They go in to try to find that deer that he had shot. Mm-hmm. So, so is that was Steve or Mark that shot that deer? Mark shot him. They get in there and start following the blood trail again, and the blood trail just goes sporadic, and they get in bear tracks. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know if Excuse the me. bear got on the deer and, and running down it. or not but if something else at got some on point the deer, in time you're like I'm bear, not, i don't want to know been through there since the deer's been shot yeah and like, i don't want to know, know. we're you know he, that's his deer now yeah absolutely so they said the blood trail got real spotty which me and brad come across their blood trail on the other side of the creek where he originally shot it and i mean it was a really good blood trail two days later i mean you still see the blood really good in the snow you know yeah that angle i mean that it'll kill him it oh, just takes yeah. a little time sometimes and so especially like pierce that diaphragm yeah you know I mean? once once you pop that diaphragm he he's gonna probably die did from the penetration he that's got. right um so anyway they end up spotting some deer making a move well steve shoots the biggest one of the trip actually that afternoon and they were late coming down that day you know just cutting him up trying to get him out they were pretty deep in but anyway he shoots one it's probably we we rough scored him on the boat like 87 that's inches. pretty good deer. i mean it's good deer yeah, yeah. massive um so it's, it's crazy to say that but an, an, uh, a deer under 100 in in that area that's a monster yeah that's a big deer yeah i mean you probably talking two inches i mean it, it, body weight on a mature deer there they look 180s, like 80s yeah i was maybe. about to say they look like yeah. they're pushing two about a, a deer our yeah. size 180, yeah. 200 deer, 200 pounds. Yeah, I mean, they're, but, they're I more mean, fertile. They're growing season. Anything, you know? I mean, look, their yeah. growing season's on, what, month, two months? Yeah. To grow 80 inches of antler for two yeah. in two months, you know? And so, um, oh, by the way, I found this awesome shed. Did you? Yeah, awesome. he sent me a picture of it yesterday. Big as a Coke can. What you should have brought it. chopped liver? I, well, I, mean, I can't even it. get a picture of a shed. There ain't been much. Look at the base in that water bottle. Holy yeah, crap! That's a freaking giant shed. The, yeah, the and it's a, it's that a G two was sticking up out of the ice, and it stuck in the bottom of my boot. And I'm like, what was that? No crap. Yep. Wow. 
right. so anyway um you know that was day four then day five or that was day five so everybody's killed but me and mark and so anyway we go in uh we're not seeing many deer um i mean we're seeing some but not many yeah. there's a group that's been camped there airplanes coming you know float planes coming in to pick them up that day they've been hunting it since we left from there the second day that's why i would have felt like i would have said you know guys there's got to be somewhere else in the lee side where you yeah. the weather's going to so, be good. There's, there's, there's another there's another boat in there as well plus the tent campers you're trying to trying to steer clear of everybody yeah. else plus you know keep everybody safe so we get there the other boats already there they've got hunters scattered out around so we just kind of pushed into one area steve and mark went around the other side of the mountain and you know we just tried to we're just gonna make do yeah you gotta make do with what you got it's where you're gonna be it's where you're gonna be and um we actually spot a really good deer this is when we spotted the bear the big bear yep we uh we finally spot a good buck and it's like he's like 450 well, Nathan's got a rifle that dial. I mean, he's got it set to dial up to 700 yards. He's like, you want to shoot at him? Or you want to shoot him? And I'm like, I'll try him. Last day, I, I, I got a big, big fork on Just big fork. I can't you know. you. Last I like day, I can't you. Yeah, because you coming home like I, I laid down. the next. The next day, we're flying yeah. out. Yeah, I can't So, I laid down prone on the pack. This is like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. This deer's out with a doe. Get a range. I dialed it for 450, I think. I shoot. You shot under him. I bolt it. I shoot again. I don't know where you shot that time. Did you I'm hit like, it? Jeez, or? no. I mean, the deer's just standing there looking at the doe. Like, did you hear something? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm frustrated. Sure. You know. Because you're uh, a bow hunter. You're not a rifle yeah, hunter. They, you know, they, you said that they, shit. They right? range it's again. And they're like, oh, man, you need to dial it to 500. You know, so it was, I don't know what what ranges we were getting, what it was, you know, what, they, sure. what bushes they were hitting or something. So, anyway, I didn't have the right range. So, anyway, that deer just walked, he just turns and walks straight away and walks off. And I'm like, whatever, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can't blame I, you for I mean, taking I'm kind of disappointed, but, sure. again, we get our stuff together. We had to be back on the beach at 3 o'clock to be picked up. They wanted you to process, cape your deer out, process, get your meat cut up, do all that. Let's get it done the night before. The next morning you have breakfast, you pack your stuff up, and you're, you're out. out. So, so y'all sure. leaving the next morning? Yeah, we're leaving the next this, morning. This is, it's, it's about to get good. So <laughs> he ain't shared everything with you. Apparently. I, I can I can tell you he can't see the look on my He's face. He's been talking to Jerry. But I'm too. giving him a fuck you look. <laughs> you son of a – and you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You told I, him you didn't tell you, me. I'll give you Jared's phone number next time you talk to Jared. I don't want to talk to him. Hey, look, there, I'm gonna I don't want to talk to you. Shut up. No, look, quit this, talking. This, quit talking. This, this, I'm about to mute this, you. Hold on. <laughs> Which one are you on? Is that? Is that? Yeah, he's out. You're you're out. You're <laughs> muted. You're out. But the suspense is really good for you though. It's way better story for you than it is for him right now. So we're walking. Dude, I out. thought we were friends, but we are not. We're walking. <laughs> me out. and Lee, Wayne, me and you, we're friends. Lee, what, what, well, look, that's I why I'm just looking. I, at you're on no, mute. <laughs> oh, mute. Um, you done? Okay, mute. All right, I gotta say shit. So go we're like, all right, we gotta be back at the beach at three. Absolutely, we gotta go. I and get walking that. out of there, I was smiling and I was just as happy great as hunt. I could be I had a great hunt what did and we I say did not last week for one second it's the not, trophy doesn't the measure kill. the success That's of the right. hunt no 
That's I just walked, the icing on the cake. I walked out of there smiling, laughing, talking to them. Uh, I was content with what I had. Sure. I had, you, you was good. I had give it 110%. Yeah. I didn't think and there was anything you come up short else I could have done come short. It just well, what to it make any difference. That's right. And I was, I, I was hey, look, perfectly content. I, I'm just I, like. Oh, you're, I'm muting you. You're not. <laughs> Put me back home. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> well, look, I'll cut in for a minute right here. Oh, Wayne, I'm going to tell you. Just exactly what he's saying. Like, when, when he came to Colorado, he, you know, I wanted him to kill a deer, like, Absolutely. really bad, you know. But when he came, he was just like, look, I've taken other people hunting, and it was it was all about that, you know, when I'm going to kill, this and that, you know. And when when he came, he, just past your mule deer hunting, he was just like, man, he, he was just optimistic, just whatever, you know, just I just want to be there. I just want to hunt. Absolutely. You know, whatever it is, I just want to mule deer hunt. I just want to be in a country and – Experience the experience, because yeah. yep. that's what makes the hunt the yeah. experience. And, and oh, that, that's what it's about. It meant a lot because, like, I knew it. It doesn't happen overnight. Like, I mean, you don't. I've been I've been going out west for twenty years, and I mean, you, you'll have two or three good hunts, and you'll have. I mean, how many years you're gonna go out there, and you're really not gonna? Kill what I tell you, you last week, deer, I'm uh, zero on elk. Yeah, yeah. so it, that's just what it is, but. But you, not that they've all been unsuccessful. Yeah, I've I mean, just never actually I can't killed. Tell you how many times I've been to Illinois, yeah, come so, back empty-handed, so when he moose came, hunting, We're gonna fix that Illinois shit. I got a sleeper, baby. <laughs> so look, I'm gonna tell you when, when when he came on the deer hunt and he and he ended up killing deer. Uh, that that's a we'll do another podcast on that because that's a sure we can get to talking two hours on his mule deer. Yeah, but like when he killed a deer, like it was man, that shit was awesome because he didn't expect to come and kill that deer. Like yeah. he just came. He expected to have a good experience, yeah. and if you kill one, great. Yeah, and I can. But see the that. experience is yeah, what it really he matters. Came, he was just like he was just like man, what w- whatever I got to do to help this and that, you know. That's right. Like, I, you know, we'll we'll go we'll check cameras, we'll hang a stand, whatever it was. And he didn't want to hunt the good spots, and I wanted to put him in a good spot. That's right. And he and he killed a deer. Anyway, long story short, like he was appreciative. Of, on, on doing that and that's right you know so i don't hey i'm rambling on some shit but i don't even know where well, I'm. well you're 22 beers <laughs> in yeah, man i mean my god <laughs> i really don't want to get that <laughs> but my whole point is is he was appreciative or on he was and i said it yeah you know we and, said it last so week yes I, I guess back to, to the point with him not killing he was going to be okay with not not sure he was okay with not because whereas, like we said whereas content. most people most people don't want to do they're that. disappointed yeah. we said this and we're going to say this yes. a lot in the next however many years we're going to do this the culmination of the experience is what really matters killing an animal is not the end all be all a lot of people say well if you go and you're unsuccessful then you had an unsuccessful hunt you wasted that money. could not be any further from yeah, the truth exactly. because I, I so i'm looking at a 130 plus inch whitetail if i hadn't killed him i had a fantastic okay. trip made new friends yeah, money good experiences well money well spent learn yeah. something learn something keep your release in your pocket you know keep my <laughs> ah, dude glass on your way in you know you you use the tools that god well, gave you I the mean, brains god gave you I, those are all parts if, of if you're what, looking what it's like if you're trying to if you want to spend money to kill something that's right just go to a pen that, yeah. well we said that before so don't expect to don't, spend money and go shoot something every time you go 
Exactly. You're, you're paying exactly. for an experience. Go, you're not paying go and buy the them. experience. Go and enjoy your life. Experience things you'll never experience in Mississippi. You can't experience what I experienced. I'm gonna tell you. I've I've, I've been on a few. I've I've seen deer rut, not like they do in Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's just a different way the deer move. Yep. The deer they react. It's different. What you experienced in Alaska, and we're not done. We we need to get Almost back to done. that. But those experiences are what makes life yeah the trophy on the wall and i'm in Uh, a room we're gonna have the the podcast number four or five will be lee's trophy room i'm in a room full of trophy animals uh experiences and hunts but none of them make the hunt i don't care about any of these animals that's i mean i do but but it's the experience yeah i i got so much like i can have a podcast on not even the killing but just, just the experience. The traveling just and, the experience. And, and what it takes to. Man, I used go to go to, to Texas every year, and, stuff like and we that. used to shoot freaking, you know, exotic animals, you know, goats and ra- and rams and shit. Dude, they're a dime a dozen, Dude. but it was the experience, yeah. the mm-hmm. fun, the people hanging out with people you love and enjoy oh, yeah. being with. Well, that's, I mean, that's like what makes it a hunt. People, people you meet. Too, I went I with mean, two it. guys that I knew, and three that I'd never met. And before. we became back lifelong friends. Oh, the. It, it, like I met Nathan, he's from Houston. He's been texting me pictures of his son's deer. That's you right. know that he just killed. You That's know, right. I sent him pictures of my. I sent him a link to my moose video. You know, That's right. I mean, we're been messaging back and forth. Steve and Mark from California, the trad guys. Yeah. I mean, they've got in my head with trad stuff. They've been yeah. telling me what That's I need fantastic. to do, Wayne, I what I need to order. I can tell you right now. I I didn't even tell you this, but Jared texted me this shit probably three four hours Excuse ago. Me. You know, we was talking, I was still working in my shop. He's like, man, he's like, dude, I, I had a freaking great-ass hunt with Wayne, this and that. You know, he's like, he's in. Like, any, any hunt we do that we that we want to go on, Wayne's in, you know. And, and, and it's because of that. It's because, you know, when you when you go on a hunt with like, like that with, with buddies, and, it, it, man, it's so much more. It's personal. It gets it gets personal. It really does. I mean, it does. and most people can't can't relate to that. But like I can because like I've been on hunts where I spent ten days in a camp with somebody where you eating freaking Vienna, which I don't even do Vienna sausage. I've I spent mean, I've spent hunts on you know people with were like, bad bad hunting yeah, partners. Yeah, if, if and spend, they makes you appreciate the they good hunting partners. Yeah, they, they, they make your hunt on unhappy. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Most a lot. There's a lot of guys that that can go on a hunt and. You know, they can handle eating ham sandwiches and whatever the hell it All is, day. you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. That's, Subway, that's, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I work and put up with a hectic, nerve-wracking, stressed-out schedule most of the time, and I'm just tickled to be gone from that uh, and yeah. doing right. something I want to so, do. We're going to come back to all this, but we've actually got to let you finish yeah. your hunt because yeah. you're on okay. the last day. Yeah, we, you're we satisfied so, with your hunt. I'm, I'm perfectly content with it. We're walking to the beach. We got to be there at three. It's three oh five. We're a little bit late. Walking down the well. Hill. If you're telling me that's you, I absolutely believe that you're late. We're <laughs> no, no doubt. I believe I'm, I'm you're. I'm gonna squeeze late. all the juice out of it that I can get. So we're walking down, which they're not like they're waiting. No, you know they're waiting on a radio call. Well, all of a sudden, Jared's like, "There's deer on the side of the mountain." Well, there's this mountain right here, you know, going up steep. Throw the binoculars up, it's a buck with a doe. Well, by the time I even get focused on the buck, he's done took the rifle off of Nathan's pack. And he's like, let's go. Roll that dude. Send one down range. Me and I'm took off. We climbed up, I don't know, 50, 60 feet, you know, enough to get you breathing hard. I throw my pack down, laid the rifle across the pack. I mean, we're just huffing. 
you know and i'm like laying my yeah. head down i'm like i'm trying i'm trying to get my breathing right and jared he didn't i was there laid down for he's he yelling got shoot there. right the whole time shoot no shoot. he's like me too me too you know he's behind me and uh finally i get i get settled i shoot miss i'm like damn you're a please. sorry rifle hunter <laughs> how far was this deer? 250 God, you suck. It's like a 20 yard You need to stick with the bow, bro. baby. You need to stick with the bow. <laughs> I, bo- I bolt it. Hey, look, I bolt it, put another one in there, and Jared's like, You got the range right? And I look, and I'm dialed for 250. And he's Top like, 10, He's bro. 253. I stuck it on him. Three and yards, man. And, and I mean, this, this is a custom rifle he's got. Sure. The trigger is so light. I'm not you even weren't used ready. to it. Yeah, like, you weren't I took ready. my glove off this time to shoot it, trying to feel the trigger and all. I mean, I'm trying to make sure everything's right. Anyway, I shoot and I hit the deer. He takes two steps, falls, rolls down the mountain a little ways. He's done. I've got my Kodiak. Holy shit, my guy. I'm so glad one. you didn't tell me, Lee. I really am. But at the same time... Fuck you for not telling me. <laughs> you, you, know? <laughs> you fix it to fuck me a little bit more, too, after this story progresses. Look, we go up there. We get the deer. We take pictures. I actually took him and slid him down the mountain and got down to a good flat spot. Yeah, Brad and Nathan get up there. We cut him up. You know, we're all working on him. Pack him up. We get out. You know, we done radioed the boat, told him what's going on. We get out. I've, I've got meat to cut up with everybody. Sure. You know, I'm not alone. Yeah, uh, yeah you in the Mark, game now. Mark killed a doe that afternoon took a shot on the doe and killed it with his that's recurve the, oh that's fantastic so we all killed a deer um so we get our meat cut up we get everything bagged up packaged up we're good clothes kind of you know semi everything's ready yeah, to y'all go fixing the, the roll next home. morning we're packing yeah you're supposed to be leaving and we're right? out you know? yeah so the next morning we get up and they're like yeah that, that night before they're like oh we kind of got some rough winds coming in we don't know what tomorrow looks like and it's like what yeah we might not get out tomorrow well, then we can go hunting. That's my fr- uh, yeah. bro. Can I go hunting? Yeah, exactly. So, and well, I mean, we've got duck stamps. You know, we got a waterfowl license, and also we can shoot harlequins. I mean, we shoot stuff something that you can't spend shoot a bunch here. of money. Right. Shoot a harlequin yeah. here, boy. Yeah. You can't. So, uh, you know, everybody starts throwing that out. Like, oh, we can shoot some ducks, or we can catch some fish. You know, Shit, I've no, been, I can go deer I've hunting. I've been getting back. We'd get back on the boat in the evening, and we catch fish off the back of the boat. Yeah, you just drop off the side, catch pollock and cod, and I don't know, Jared. The only fish he and caught wild cod, like fresh thing. cod, is really good eating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about any halibut? Y'all caught it? No, we didn't even try. I would have. I yeah. would have wanted to try yeah. a, a gigantic flounder. I was. I, mean, I was a hundred percent just deer deer, deer, deer. pursuit. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that though. I mean, it makes sense. So It'd be different right, if you'd so, have tagged one already. Yeah. Right. All right. So the next morning we get up, we get all our stuff ready to go. I'm the only one dumb enough to go ahead and move everything out to the back of the boat, ready to go. Everybody else left their stuff in the room, but they're trying to clean the rooms, get them ready for everybody else yeah, coming in. Sure, like potentially flying out. Yeah, today. And I mean, everybody's on edge. Well, finally, at like eleven o'clock, they're like, they say it's white capping in the bay where the planes take off. They're not coming. Sure. They're like, so we're gonna make some lunch. They was cooking some soup. They're like, you know, we eat soup. No, no change in weather by the time you get through eating. If y'all want to go back hunting, if y'all want to go shoot some ducks, whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, I'm like, I want to go deer hunting. I'm getting my stuff back in the room. I'm getting my junk back out. I'm going deer. That's hunting. why, hey, my guy. That's I, why I love Wayne. I'm, I'm the same way though. I'd have been like, I'm going deer hunting. I could have went fishing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going deer hunting. I don't Dude. care about a duck. Yeah, I mean I, that's just me. If you want to go shoot nothing a bunch against of ducks, my duck taxidermist buddy, but fuck a duck. <laughs> yeah, I could care I'm the less. same way. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I, I mean, can mount them, don't yeah. mean I want to shoot them, right? Because <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. hadn't killed my deer with my bow. 
And that's what's, yeah, I, I so, get that. So I'm the same way. I would have considered shooting. I would have shot one with a rifle, but I would have considered that settling. Yeah, so you know? I've got a bonus day. Absolutely. I've got another tag. Right, you got to hold this. I got to pee like you wouldn't believe. You want to pause it? No, I'm just, you got to go pee yet? Uh, Yeah, pause it. All right, we're back. Um, we'll edit that little pee break out too, because the three of us are like well, eyes water, and we got to. Go. <laughs> All right, so uh, we get all our stuff. We eat lunch. Yeah, so y'all, like, yeah. y'all ready to head back to the? Dude, I mean, you're absolutely. I, I'd have been like, dude, get me on the wood. Yeah. Get me on land. So I want to go here. Nathan said he wasn't going, so he stayed on the boat. He uh, was satisfied with what he'd kill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, I mean, uh. Mark and Steve said, you know, they were going back out too. Absolutely. And they go back to where they were the day before where he killed the doe. And we kind of go back to the same place we was. But I was like, we're, we don't have time to go deep. We're not getting out to 1230. Yeah, and you got to be back, what, 3? Yeah, they were the ones you stay out all day because hopefully we're flying out the next morning, you know. Sure. So, so at this point, though, y- y- I mean, y'all can pretty much hunt that evening. Yeah, we got y- the rest. You know, like, you're yeah, not going to fly It's kind of like, y'all go hunt. We're not going to make you come back at 3. But don't be six seven o'clock coming yeah, out don't be yeah. dark 39 don't be nine o'clock exactly. at night getting back yeah so we go me and jared and brad go and me and jared's kind of working around and, and brad and brad kind of he's like i'm gonna go up and look over this ridge and back well we had done spotted a buck bumping a doe around in some thick alders so we just kind of worked around it's kind of so like the deer bump. movement was like progressively getting better no not really just stay the same it, it, it's just sporadic you okay know? and we were back to the skittish area so everything you know just right on checking you out and staring you staring holes in you um so we anyway it's kind of like a the ridge kind of made a a s shape there kind of so we were just kind of working our way around the curve of it Mm -hmm. looking down in the bottom and we keep we spotted this buck and we've seen him go in some alders you know we're standing there we're talking you know just i don't know about everything probably we're just talking and glassing down yeah. in there. We're deer pop out here and deer pop out here, and then this, these are gone. And the buck pop back out again. He's still with the doe, and he goes back in. And I'm like, let's work our way around a little further. We worked our way around a little further, and then we spotted him again, and then we lost him. We ain't seen him no more. So we ended up and dropped down, and we the last spot we stopped. Me and Jared standing there, and I'm like, seventy yards right there. That's where that's the last place I think I seen the buck. And we're just kind of standing there talking again, you know, killing time, glassing, watching, seeing deer. All of a sudden, I'm like, Jerry, get down. You know, the buck pops out with doe right there, 70 yards, coming to us. The doe's coming at us. So he's like pushing the doe towards yeah, you? coming to us. And Do so, they chase like like deer? I mean, is it, is it bucks chasing does no, or just yeah, I mean, sort of like they're just following does they're, around? They're, I've never seen more than just a trot, Yeah, you know, bumping a doe. It not hard chasing like you see in the Midwest. Yeah. Um. But so we, you know, they're kind of bumping and they turn and go back up in the alders. Okay. So Jared gets my little decoy out and he's kind of holding it and the buck comes back out by itself and he looks and stares at the decoy for a while. I mean, like five minutes, you know, it seems like it goes by and he goes back up in the alders. Well, a few minutes goes by and we ain't seen, heard nothing. And I said, Jared, they may be coming around the side this ridge up above us i'd be trying to get like yeah yeah I mean, trying to get some elevation situation. on him or something right? yeah. he still won't shoot one on a boat too so me and him still the same boat okay and he's like should we back up i'm like well go up there and i'll stay here so he backs up 
and gets up behind, you know, kind of, I don't know, 20, 30 yards up above. Well, I take a few steps forward, and all of a sudden the buck pops back out right there. I'm ranging him. He's like 57. Wind's blowing pretty stiff, you know, and I'm like, I'm rain. I done dialed my sight in. I'm what like, this wind lays. He's just kind of walking, like. He just walked back out of the alders. He's just standing there looking. Because he could still see down to that bottom where the other does was. Yeah. So he's standing there, and he turns and goes right back up in that in them alders. Well, I can see the doe in there then. Well, I see him kind of turn and go so away from us. So he's 60 yards away. Yeah. I see him turn and go away from us. I just took off covering ground yep you know trying to stay low I mean, you got to make a move right yeah. it's your last day yeah, i'm out i'm out yeah, of because time. i mean really at this i point, wasn't even supposed to be there yeah yeah you absolutely extra, so yeah. it's you know, either go big or go home mm-hmm. right yeah if you don't get him you're out nothing you in extra innings right now yeah i mean shit. absolutely and so i make the move push and i see jared and i'm like pointing i'm like you know make a move across they're they're pushing back the other way and so he's he actually drops down behind me right there and he got to see kind of most of it go down. I'm working my way towards him, and I make it to the bed where the doe was bedded, where I remember seeing her in there. I didn't know what she was doing. I could just see her head, but she was bedded right there. That's why he kept coming out and going back in, coming yeah. out and going back in. Well, I made it to her bed right there, and I look, and I catch a movement, and I, he just kind of like walks around some alders right there, and just he's looking at me head on. How far? 20 yards. <laughs> hey, that's that frontal, baby. 20 yards, you can make that. I drew back, and I kind of had some stuff there. You know, I was trying to figure out how to how to put the, put the air How to get there. the pin on him, yeah. And uh, anyway, I found a good spot, and I sent it. You know, and I, I mean, it just whop. You know, and he jumped up and took off running straight downhill. Where'd you shoot, frontal? Straight frontal? Straight frontal. I don't blame I mean, I've made that shot, bro. You can make that. But I thought, I said, I think I hit him to the right side. Mm-hmm. So he takes off down the hill, and Jared's actually done come out, and he sees the deer running. I mean, he knows what's done took place. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, he went right there in that stuff. So I go back and get my backpack, and we go over there, and there's just blood, this massive blood. Oh, uh, there's blood everywhere yeah, when you shoot one like that, Usually a frontal shot, man. Once you cut them arteries, oh, son, there's blood everywhere. Nasty. And we take off, and I'm like, my gosh, he's right here somewhere, you know. And he's like, he didn't come out of here. Well, he did. He worked his way around. So we're following the blood trail. It's kind of wide. How far around. has he gone to this point? 100 yards. Wow, that's a long ways for a frontal. I find my arrow. And I'm like, Damn, that's kind of odd. I'm like, straight frontal. I mean, a lot I of times it falls out right there at the shot like or I told, it sticks all the way in. Like them, I told you know? Jared, I'm like, I feel like I shot it to the side. Yeah. And if that arrow's out, it come out. Yeah. And the blood trail, I mean, it was massive, it was unreal. So we're still especially following. on snow. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure on yeah, snow. It's, it's it's we're following. Yeah, it's no we're following. You know, we're we're. I mean, just covering ground because I mean, it's you don't have to look. Yeah, you, you just, just walk, walk along and walking with it. And all of a sudden, he gets up. I'm like, I see him. I just catch glimpses of him in the motors, work his way off. So we stop. We give it like ten minutes. Yeah. But there's blood everywhere. I'm like, he can't last long. So we work on down see him again he's not bedded he just worked his way out of sight right there so we're going through them alders you know we're tearing through we're trying to we got packs on so they're hanging up on everything and we're crawling through and we come around the corner and we're kind of like zigzagging each other on the blood trail but working our way around and mm-hmm. all of a sudden jared said there he is right there you want me to shoot him well by the time i walked right up behind him and i got an arrow knock so i drew back he was sitting there bedded what i done was i did not get in the cavity 
I pretty much cut you his front cut, shoulder. Like, yeah. You, you basically mm, went through in like and a, out right there. You, uh, yeah. If you imagine, I know exactly what yeah, you mean. Like yeah. you, so you're in between the, the so a deer's shoulder <laughs> is not connected by bone. It's connected by just tissue. tissue. Yes. So you can get in between the shoulder, but not get in the rib cage. Mm. And that's what we're describing here. That's, that's the, the drawback to a frontal is there's a pocket that you have got to get the arrow in in order to get into the vitals. Yep. If you don't, yeah, you go you, down it, between the shoulder it, yeah, and the rib cage, and you get a lot of blood, but it's not actually necessarily a... a you basically... It's not missed, a fatal wound. You probably missed left. Yeah. Yeah, left you just of, missed a little of, bit. Of you the shot chest him on, cavity. Yep. What, I mean... Like, yeah. It's a very narrow it gap. Is, it's got to be that, perfect. That's what I told Jared. Like, thinking back, he was not perfectly... Square to you, so you probably should have shot him further to the right, further to 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 his left, to my right, his left, than I did. Yeah, and that—that's where my problem was. Yeah, but he took off running. He's running downhill to the beach. Mm Mm-hmm. So we—that's why. So anyway, so we didn't really. I mean, we give when you saw him. You bedded. said you saw him bedded. Uh, we oh, sort I instantly of, drew back and put an arrow in You put an arrow in him right I then and there? Okay. Arrow in so, and he expired just instantly. Okay. So we sort of skipped that part because we were talking about the blood yeah. trail and everything. But Yeah. So, so he expires, and, I mean, he, he jumped up, and, I mean, went right back down, and it was over. And that was over. So, you know, we're My high-fiving. God. I'm, I've killed one. Hell, yeah, I'm going to high-five you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Two deer from Stroud. Now, the kicker <laughs> with this yeah, one man. is, okay, my first one was a two by three. Yeah. Man, he's small. It's I mean, a sick of black you know, tail. It's a sick of black yeah. This, yeah. this one is one-sided. He's broke off smooth on top of his skull like it never even grew. But really? It, you can tell it's bloody. Like he shed his horn is what it looks like. Yeah. He's just one-sided, and he's a fork horn. I don't give a sh- I wouldn't care. No, I mean, I was tickled with him. I, I was still tickled care. with him. Absolutely. So, anyway, we're, we're 75 yards from the beach where this mm. all ends up. Now, we were... 500 You've got to be kidding me. No. So we just pull him right on down to the beach and, and take pictures Take care of your business, right? Take care of pictures, you know, pictures, skin him out and everything right there on the beach. Wow. On a bonus Dude, day. I am so, like, pissed off at you because you didn't tell me. <laughs> a little bit pissed off at you because you didn't tell me, but really thankful that you didn't because I wanted to, I mean, I'm not yeah, hurt. so. got to keep the suspense. If there, everybody's man. wondering, I mean, did you know we'd kill two deer? Yep. You're a sorry friend. You're you're really a. You're not nearly as good a friend as I thought you were. And I showed you good spots in the national forest. I'm I'm taking those all back. You can't go out there no more. You're dumb. I'm done with you. I wasn't holding like a spot. No, it's good. I'm picking on you. You know, I didn't. He told me. He's like, it was like spotty. Like, I mean, well, he you would don't. Send me, so, well, he would send me like an inreach message here and there, and it, it's not like I really communicated much with nah, him I'm since you got back. Yeah. And but I didn't know what he killed. But I just, you know, no. Like, you want to keep it. I, yeah, so, I wanted to keep it. I wanted to hear the whole. The story. neat thing about about podcasting is that you you can't tell your story until you can get it in until you can get it recorded because if you do then the stories become faster yeah, and like you skip things. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's so, the full version. So yeah. I am super stoked for you, man. <laughs> with, I, with I mean, I am clip. so happy for you um, because it's, oh. it's look, let's, let's be, I mean, there, there, are, there are adventure hunts, right? Um, I've got some bucket list stuff, you know. My, my bucket list is Africa. Yeah. Before I'm too old to draw a bow at 70 pounds, I'm going to Africa on a planes game. Mm-hmm. Well, my you know, like my closest to 
bucket list goals is trying to kill a turkey in every state yeah and yeah you know you get you got you got adventure I hunts my, i want my deer slam but honest to god so a, a trip to alaska is an adventure hunt you know oh i've, I've never Most been there life. i mean that's the first time to alaska you know and it may be you may not get to you may, may be may never get you may never back. get to go back because we, I mean, we always hope we can go back who's listening you can put on stuff the rest of your life that's right i may get in a car wreck tonight that's right and never be able to climb another mountain. That's right. But you got something. You got an experience. Yeah. That, you know, man. And it's look, the same thing. You know, that, you you it, go out and do that things. To me, that's man. that's a, that's an emotional topic to me. It really is because, like, yeah. like Wayne said, you can get in a car wreck. Man, man tomorrow's like, not guaranteed for not, you. And nope. And the 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 problem with people is it. And look, I'm. I'm just as bad for that too because I procrastinate at times. Like, oh, I should do this. No, if anybody yeah, is a procrastinator, like, it's me probably. Well, I am too. No, but, and but I'll tell you, you why after you're if, done. But but if you want to do something, like and you can remotely afford it, do it. Yeah, you know that's right. Just do it. Just hey, if if it if it means, you know, not going eat at a restaurant every week, you know. Well, for for the rest of you, you know, for, for that year. Or I just went you, to Illinois for to less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, whatever. I can you have take my wife out to eat every freaking week and still go to Illinois. Yeah, that's you know? my point. My my point being is is you can budget it. You can even if it's a a two thousand dollar hunt or fifteen hundred dollar hunt or whatever you know, it is. I mean, you can any working man can budget that. When we were having the uh, when before I ever met y'all, I, uh, me and Preston Walter uh, Preston Smith. He's my managing broker at the restaurant. He, he goes to Texas every year. One of the first shows we did, because we started that show in August, and uh, we've transitioned to a podcast from a live radio show to a podcast. I think it's a better fit for what we want to, what we want to do. But one of the first conversations— It would have took like eight weeks for me to tell the Alaska story. Bro, we— <laughs> Yeah. We're two hours and 52 minutes in. I told you we've been here for a while. <laughs> two hours and 52 minutes in. So if we had done that show, that would have had to have been a 30-minute talk, and it we would have missed— Everything is killed the deer. Like, like he would have still been in. Like I don't think you would even made it. To we wouldn't have been off the boat. Yet. <laughs> we wouldn't. We certainly wouldn't be off the boat. You know. <laughs> but I, I mean, like that that whole trip though. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, like the first night you stuck outside the airport. You know, in fourteen degree There's weather. Experiences that you can't freezing you know? during the week. And I mean, and I I was telling Jared. I told Lee. I can't wait to go back. Absolutely. So it's miserable, I, but it's fun. It, it's well, it's you know, it's I, what we call you know, we call it the uh, it's the suck fest, you know. Yeah, it's it's the Absolutely. fun, you know. Not all experiences are perfect, but that's what makes the experience. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if if you had went, the sun's shining, everything's perfect. We go out there, we killed one the first day, and then I ate crabs and drank beer the whole time. It's still a great story, but it's not nearly the story that you have no, now. And I mean, you know, it was because grinding. overcoming the hardships. That's what makes the story. You know, you had to over you had obstacles, things that you could have let get in the way of you really enjoying your trip. Yeah. You know? You could have said, Can't bring my gun, not going to Alaska. Yeah. End of, end of story. The hunt's over. 
never got to you know you could have you could have said being out in the cold could have ruined your entire you could have let a lot of things in other words get in the way of yeah, you really nobody enjoying. forced me off that boat every day that's right your, I your own in internal in drive all day long and they would they i'm sorry they wouldn't have cared no because they're gonna get paid just the same whether you kill one whether you don't kill one yeah, they don't care you know? i mean they want you to have success and have a good time but of course they ultimately do. that's not anything it's, to do with them all, they, they can't down, passion that they it can't all that boils far. down to like you you gotta want to do what you want to do you that's can't right. you can't want to do something because somebody wants you to do it that's right because if if somebody wants you to do something and you don't really want to do it you ain't gonna do it you know i mean you're not like if somebody wants me to go on this hunt and it's not what i want to well, do. So i say you know yeah I'm, that hunt I'm may not, not be a yeah, hunt for me because that's right. i don't find a sitka deer really super ex- it, something it, i really not, want it, like, yeah. I, I, it, and see i want to i want to kill my deer slam yeah yeah and i don't so. find the deer slam to be for me the deer slam and eh, you know it, a mule deer and a whitetail well that's just maybe that's a coos deer africa is not on my radar africa now. is big time see, on my radar that's what i love that's you know? what i love about like hunting in general because right. I, you know everybody's got their own everybody's goals. different and and i'm the same way like i want to i want to finish my deer slam I, so there are certain things that I'll, i appreciate but i don't really want to do that's right but it, it doesn't mean that it's, and it's okay that you don't too because everybody is exactly. a little bit different yeah. you know I, th- I think it's awesome you want to go to africa oh i'm going anybody. dude i'm i'm telling you yeah. man I, that's that's you know, a bucket right, list right thing now, so you know, i guess my, just not within two or three goal. years i expect that y'all having a couple of weeks without cliff because i'm gonna be in africa it, and i'm gonna be i'm i don't know what i can afford to shoot but i'm gonna shoot everything i can afford oh i hope you do i you don't know? blame you oh yeah because we're gonna come back we're gonna have talk yeah. we're gonna be talking you know that's, I'm gonna shoot. I'm, that's the thing, man. You, except a monkey. I ain't shooting no uh, freaking shit, I'll, monkey. I'll shoot a blue ball monkey. All day. <laughs> <laughs> well, blue yeah, ball monkey, blue shit. ball deer, it's all the same to yeah. him, right? It's just a stag. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, you know, I'll say this. You got to do what makes you. Until happy. we don't do this podcast anymore, and I don't know if that's going to be in two weeks or in two years or twenty years. You make the hunt by the experiences that you have it doesn't really matter it don't matter i don't give a shit if you kill something if you don't you know like i said i've been on i've been on a couple of elk hunts i've never killed an elk i want to i've um and i you know we were i'll go back you know we were talking about a minute ago so i procrastinator so there was a time that i went to texas every year and hunted exotics with a bow and I took people I mean I guided I was back when I owned my taxidermy shop I, it was part of the package I would sell a package deal mm-hmm. I took you on a hunt I booked with the with, with the outfitter with the guy whoever you know of course you're talking about 800 acres or 500 acres or whatever exotic you know uh, high fenced area I sold a package deal the taxidermy the hunt everything all at once you know and I made a little money I got the tax for me work and the, the the outfitter got the money for the animal and I brought people out there to him and I did that for quite a few years and then I took a promotion at work that took all my freaking time and somewhere along the way 2004 2005 somewhere along there I forgot all about hunting and doing the things that I loved so I could work constantly Mm. You know, and I made a couple of millionaires. I didn't make me one though. I just made a couple of other people yeah. millionaires. You know, um, and then somewhere, you know, twenty years of sawmilling, I finally got to a point where I said, you know, I've had enough. So I retired from that, and I sell real estate now, and I have the freedom to, if I want to go to Illinois, if I want to go back to Illinois, I can absolutely go back to Illinois. If I want to go to Missouri and get a freaking tag tomorrow, I can jump in the damn truck and go. 
That's it. Um, so there's freedom there. Now, don't get me wrong. If I don't work, I don't eat. I'm, yep, I'm, same here. It, I work. If I don't work, I don't eat. And Wayne, I'm, you're probably salaried, but if you don't go to work, you're going to quit getting a paycheck, ain't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. So you got to work to eat, you know? So we got responsibilities. But what I'm getting at is don't lose sight of the things that make you who you are, you know? I mean, man, I love being in the woods. Don't be scared you know? to push yourself. And, and don't be scared see to go what do you, something see different. See what you can do. You know, don't go do something and different. And you want to know, I climbed mountains and fell down and stumbled and drug deer and cut up deer and hauled out deer. I mean, we did it seven days. That's right. I never was just like, man, I'm sore. Or, man, this sucks. Yeah. Man, well, I can't do this another day. Well, it's the best suck in the day. world. You know, we drugged that 250-pound piece of shit out of that freaking gully. It was the best suck that you'll ever experience. Oh, yeah. Like one night, I didn't get my boots positioned just right down in the engine room, and they didn't dry. Yeah. (laughs) I put on cold, wet boots one morning. Yeah. And just rolled with it. I was happy to put them cold, wet boots on. That's right. That's that's probably a good thing. Yeah. You know, because it's just reality. You know, that's how it is when you you do hunts like that, man. Like, nothing goes your way. That's right. You know, and you just have to just, you either accept it and go well, with it or you, you know, I'm, I'm, we're in your, we're in your, we're in your, in your room, in your trophy room. And there's, there's a cougar, there's a musk ox, goat, couple of elk, mule deer, caribou. For everything on the wall, how many got away? Yeah. <laughs> A lot. And, and again, and that's my point. Yeah. The animal on the wall don't necessarily make the success of the trip, you know? Yeah. There's I, all these memories I, of the gotaways. I don't have anything big to show from my I don't trip. either. I don't either. From this trip. I mean, but, I, got a, I got a deer that a lot of people would have never shot. Yeah. Absolutely freaking stoked, I, I mean, man. Uh, mine's not, uh, probably a lot of people wouldn't even go shoot it on Kodiak. I mean, yeah. honestly. But they can all kiss my happy I'm ass. Well, well, you know what? Well, I'll go back and shoot one bigger. You know what? Right. I'm gonna tell you. Go yeah, back and that, do it again if you if you feel like. But you've succeeded in something. You set a goal. You went out there. You ground through. You 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 faced adversity. You succeeded. And then you, if you want to go back and do it again, you can. And if you want to move on to the next challenge in your life, the next goal, coos deer, you know, whatever's next, you know, Columbia blacktail. Yep. Both those are them. those are all things that are on your list, you know. You got a Columbia black. Ain't that what that is right yep. there? Yep. You know, looks like a. So if you look at his Columbia black tail, you think, man, who the hell would shoot something like that? I know, in it's not a very big one, but that's but a five and a half year old deer. That's a big deer yeah. for Columbia black tail. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great that deer. Yep. Yeah. It really is. But again, the size of the animal, the animal on the wall, it don't it don't make the trophy, man. The trophy's in the experience, you know. It's in the picture in your mind of the things that you've done in your life you know um i guess what i'm trying to say and as we get we're man we're three hours into this podcast so that's a long podcast but i'll say we're gonna we're getting we're gonna close this out yeah because i mean no no i'm the same way especially one that takes well, days. I mean, it was a 13-day trip. <laughs> yeah, it takes a minute to tell the yeah. story. You can't tell a 13-hour. I mean, yeah. a 13-day story You can't to, tell a 13-day story get to the in 30 point minutes. Of 30 minutes. I didn't yeah. even get to the point of trying oh, to mess on a Zolio no, well, to my wife to so reschedule You got flights. hung up, too. You shot the deer, finished this story with you couldn't even get out of there. Yeah, so, I mean, we well, we uh, got back to the boat, and Jared uh, helped me 
cut the deer up. Sure. We got everything cut up, processed, bagged up in, in a box. You know, I mean, it didn't take us no time, both of us working on it. So we got all that done, boxed up, ready to go. And then, of course, you know, we're, we're ready to go the next day, you know. And so at that point in time, it's kind of like, okay, we were supposed to leave today. Now we're supposed to leave tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having to relocate the boat. And it's kind of like if I was there for 14 days, I was mentally game for it. But it's kind of like, okay, I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, I want to go home now. Yeah. Yeah, I want to sleep with mama. You hit a point. Yeah, it's like I mean, oh, look, shit, I, I, I love to travel and go do things, but I like to sleep with mama. Hell yeah, yeah. you know. And so that's what I already like trying to communicate through the Zolio to my wife and get her to call Alaska Airlines and reschedule flights and well, get everything. I was going to ask that question. So some some outfitters were they take care of that for you, and some of them don't. No, no. All this is is strictly the boat. You got to yeah. deal. They they have it's the float plane to the boat. And yep. on the boat for the week, and you're back on the float plane. That's what that covers. Yeah. Everything else is on you. Yeah. So you so, got to miss flights. You got yeah. all this to worry about. So we were about. supposed to flew out at like 1140, which we didn't make it back. We didn't fly back into Kodiak on the float plane until 1230, 1 o'clock. Yeah. You know. So I had her call Alaska Airlines and get everything rescheduled, get us pushed back to a 348 flight because – if you're flying from Kodiak to New Orleans, you don't do it in one day going back. You can't. No, going. that's like a two day. It's probably two days. But you're going to probably fly through like throughout the night. Yeah, I would imagine. So the only thing that they could get us on was a three forty eight out of Kodiak, and then we flew from Anchorage to Seattle. But then we had to spend the night in Seattle and fly back. Our our luggage went on through. Yeah. Or it's so you're at sleeping the at the terminal. No, we we got in at like eleven o'clock in Seattle, and we didn't fly out to nine fifty five the next morning. So we left and got a room. We got a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, absolutely. But it, you know, you if know. we would have waited and not flew out to Monday, we would have been Tuesday afternoon getting home. Sure, and just another day. And I'm like, Which if was I like can push, yesterday. yeah, that's yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you would have been home yesterday. So we I certainly was, wouldn't be having this conversation tonight. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. So Mama would have like, said, hell no. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it was like me and Jared talked about it. We we're like, you know, it'd be better if we probably just stayed and was able to pack our stuff up right. Yeah. And get everything figured but out. It's time to come home. Yeah. But After a like, certain period of time, it's just time to come I was home. Like, if we don't fly out this afternoon, we're not going to fly out to tomorrow afternoon, which we're not going to get back to New Orleans to the next afternoon. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It was one of those things. It just kind of pushed on through. We got on the flight. I'm glad we've done it now. Yeah. I got two days worked in this week. Now I'm retired to Monday. <laughs> no, you're not. Your phone will be ringing on Friday. Just, man, I got to work Friday. I told my buddy today, I asked him if you want to come with me. He says, man, I got to work. He said, I, he said, I, he said, I, I said, some of us have to work. And I said, I hate it for you. And he's like, man, you're not right. And I said, yeah, but you're off Friday. I'll be showing property Friday. Mm. I'll be showing property Saturday. I'll be showing property on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, while y'all are enjoying your weekend. people are off and want to look at property. Yeah, yeah that's because that's, they're off and they want to be up here. And they're like, hey, Cliff, man, we want to see some property. Yeah. We got a list of stuff we want we want you to show us on Sunday. Yep. And they won't buy anything. But, <laughs> but it's okay. It's part of what I do. Yeah, that's you know? it. You got it, it, it is what it is. Um three hours five minutes in man yeah, one, i mean i'm gonna down. tell you this man i don't know how long other podcasts may, it's been a fantastic story though so it's an adventure no, no um, doubt and it's one that i'll definitely do again like you, in my will mind you go back in. to kodiak will you go back to sitka deer hunt again I'm going you're gonna go do it again no no doubt about it really no questions asked. With it I that, mean, with it it that good of, of a hunts? hunt yeah i i just uh the experience and pushing myself 
the I mean sure. just physically I don't know I mean I just feel like in. for me there's other things so because I took what? basically 15 years off from adventure hunting I just feel like there's other things I want to accomplish first yeah and well, somewhere I, I down mean, the road that may be that. something well, that I mean you know, I but, think I, th- I think you know as far as as, as for you Cliff though like I think if you start coming, because when's the last? Well, gotta, time, when, when's the last time you came out west? As far as like really, it's been it, it, like fifteen years. Far, yeah, as far as elk hunting. Or, it's or been anything. fifteen years so since I, I've been west. So I guess what I'm what I'm saying is I think if in the next couple of years you you know, I may, we, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. There, if you, there's if things you, I want to accomplish first. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, I a think mule deer, it, yep, I think an elk, I think and an antelope. Come, I think once those things are accomplished. Hunting, yeah. With us in Colorado, if, you know, you draw the tag. Yep, we'll draw a tag in the next, the, what, two years probably before we yep, draw a tag, Colorado. Yep, we do the mule deer hunt. Yep. We do an antelope hunt. I, yep. I mean, like when you start doing that stuff, it's, I mean, you can ask Wayne. It's, it's it gets shit. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll start. I mean, I, I had, so so I going west again is absolutely going, we're going to start doing that again. I mean, I'm finally at a point now, you know, Kids are grown. They're out. Yeah, you can you know, take I don't the time feel the off. obligation. You don't, you don't to, feel guilty. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I can go back and start doing that again. You know, you'll find that you're you're gonna you're gonna oh, no. you're gonna no face doubt. what I just went yeah. through. Yeah, you know, 100%. with your children being small. You do it, you probably face it. Kids are small, trying to find the time to, to judge to juggle between the things you love oh, it's and awesome. the obligations that you have. And it, it can be difficult. That sometimes. makes another adds another factor to being going on a trip like that. Is yeah. You ain't going from wife and kids, you know, for, for such a long time. So my kids are now 20 and 23. They'll be 24 and 21 in the next, you know, by the time I go, you know, so like a Nebraska mule deer hunt in the great, in the, in the, uh, in the sand grasslands, in the yes, sand, yep. in the sand plains. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's not super expensive. That's my wife. She won't know if I'm ever going to come home. I'll deal with her in a minute. That's, that was her. She wants to know if we're ever going to come home. Um, those are things like I can do that next year. You know, that's a cheap do-it-yourself hunt, and then I can still go to Illinois because I'm going to Illinois. I can I can assure you, after what I just experienced, bro, I'll probably go to Illinois every year. I don't blame yeah. you. It don't cost yeah. a lot. Well, and you can fifteen hundred dollars, guys. Well, it really, like, it costs you more time than it does money. It, the, seven days is you know five to seven days is is the experience. And on that you know? one, it's not it's not like you have to plan it. Way out, two two months. Three well, we months know we're going to be going somewhere but, uh, between the fifth and the twelfth, fourteenth. We're going to be going to Illinois. You don't have to. You calendar. don't have to draw a tag, so it's not like no. you can. You no. know, I mean, you can. I mean, you can buy an over the counter tag. Yeah. You can buy an over the counter yeah. tag for an antelope in South Dakota. You can buy an over the counter tag for a mule deer in Nebraska. We probably need to do like a podcast, like one. Uh, we're going to do one in the or, spring, or just basically like um, where I you guess can like go over the counter, over the counter like, states. If you, you don't draw Missouri. You can go to Missouri and hunt there. They got a ton of public land. It's like a two hundred and eighty five dollar tag. Mm-hmm. You know, four hundred dollars all in, I think, by the time you get your license and your tag. It's yeah. not super expensive. My buddy, he just I gotta get Chris Moran. Um after his oh, third, man, I know him. You know Chris? Yeah, his, from his, down around Roberts. Man, his <laughs> small yeah. world. Good buddy. His Good wife, buddy of mine. His wife and my wife work together. Oh, do they, yeah, she's a nurse. That's yeah. right. She's a nurse. Yeah. Brooke. So Brooke, yep, that's yeah. his wife. Yeah, they just had a. Yeah, they just. I'm yeah. they're building a house. So he just went. Finally, killed a deer in Missouri so with his bow. How you know Chris just from? No, dude. So years ago, um, I, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I I was big tournament bass fisherman for years, and I started doing custom soft plastics. So you know Colby Garner, mm. I Chris and Colby are buddies. Um, anyway, so they messaged me one day and they're like, "Hey, man." Uh, we see you're doing these custom soft plastic baits. I'm like, yeah. 
like, man, we got a color we want you to, if you can match. So I met them in Meadville at the, they got a, they got a camp over, over the Roxy side. Um, so we meet up and, uh, they're like, man, we got this color. We want to see if you can match it. And it was some kind of special color. They didn't make it anymore. It was discontinued. And like, man, we freaking slay them down on, down in the, in the Louisiana. We slay them with this color. We'll see if you can make some for us. So I did. I made them. Uh, it took me a, it took me a week or so to figure the color out. Pat, you know, so many drops of this color, so many drops of that color. But I got it, and I made them a bunch of them baits, and they freaking went out there and just and freaking slayed them deer, them, them freaking fish with them with that bait. And me and me and Chris and Colby been friends ever no since. Shit. Yeah, no shit. Chris is a great guy. Yeah. Colby is too. They, I mean, I don't think they like they both work for the same company, but on different shifts, they don't get to hang out so much. But Chris is, and Colby are great people. Mm-hmm. Um, great guys. They they live over. Uh, they have a. They live in Louisiana. They have a camp over around the Roxy area. Yep. Um, but yeah, Chris is a good buddy of mine, man, and he just killed a, a one rack deer, one side. It. Yeah, I've seen that. Killed it with in Missouri. Finally, you know. So uh, got to. We got to try to get him to come yeah. over here and have a beer with That's us. That's what I'm you saying. Know? Man, it's a small world. He's a man. great you dude. You can get you can get guys like that to come tell tell He's that story. He's a great dude. You know, so we'll 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 got to get him to yeah. come over here. But yeah, I mean. You can go do these things, and that's sort of what I'm getting at, you know. Um, you're going to hear this a lot in this podcast because we we all – different backgrounds, We all, but we all have one thing in common is that we're not afraid to leave the state of Mississippi to go experience something and come back to the state of Mississippi, you yeah. know. You can go experience something. I don't give a shit if you live in Texas and you're listening to this or if you live in Illinois and listening to this. If you live in Illinois – Reach out to us, man. We will hook you up with a freaking public land rut hut in January because up there it's frozen. And you can drive down here and you can hunt. I mean, we got 338,000 acres of national forest property right beside my house. Dude, we'll hook you up. Come down here and freaking reach out to us. We'll help you out. I mean, I'm not going to tell you you can stay at my house. I don't know you. But (laughs) I can tell you that we can hook you up and and show you how to get onto some – to experience something you've never experienced before, and that's what we're getting at, you know? It's it's all out there. Um, yep. All right, guys. We had enough? We better yeah. wrap it up. We, bro, my wife's calling. Your wife's probably messing you. Where are you coming <laughs> my home? Wife, my, Your wife ha- don't I care. I may have a baby by now. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, if you were having a baby, we'd all know by now, right? <laughs> you may be a stag. Yeah. Over with. yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> You're going to be stagged. That's right. Oh, All right, guys. Uh, man, we appreciate. I don't know. I mean, we got to figure out how we're going to open them. We got to figure out how we're going to close them. But at the end of the day, it's we appreciate. Man, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to three hours of us rambling. But fantastic hunt, yep. Wayne! Congrats, congratulations, Wayne. man. Thank you. Dude, you can't ask for a better story than you just told. It's, I mean, it's definitely got its My ups story and downs. sucks I'm in comparison. It <laughs> was an excellent story. <laughs> nah, I, I told Jerry while we was up there, I was like, Lee gonna wish he was with us one Hell yeah. I mean, you've got hey. me you've got me wanting to go eat crab. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I go up there and just eat crab and check. I, I mean, love to I go probably bear eat two hundred dollars worth of crab at night. I'm gonna tell you though, man, the, the idea the spot and stalk bear hunt up there, man, I'm like that's something. Yeah, I could get we into. need we need to look on doing. Well, I can do he, that. Wayne Wayne will be turkey hunting in the freaking spring, so Wayne well he can do, do whatever that. he wants to. But I mean, spot and stalk on a black bear, dude. I will absolutely do that. Yeah, I'm I'm in. absolutely do that. All right, guys, that's it for now. Um, we'll see y'all. Uh, if you're listening to this, we'll see you next week. Yep, and uh, we'll do it again, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening to us, uh, man. Go out and experience something new.
Right. Absolutely. Because one thing for damn sure, you cannot kill him on the couch. That's right. 